<laughs> We're live. We're live. Is the camera straight? Yeah. All right. Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jessalyn Peterson. You can go to our chat line. We are not taking calls today, but you can go to our chat line and I can take your questions and comment. So today, for the first time in a long time, we are open again. Amazing. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm glad everybody's back. It's so nice to see you guys. Um, there are so many things to talk about. So what I want to do is kind of see how y'all been doing. You know, we had the Chinese virus. You notice how when the riots start to happen, the Chinese virus disappeared. That's what we need a long time ago, I guess. <laughs> Something to talk about. So... Um, how did you deal with being locked down with the Chinese virus? Before I get into my little thing here. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Welcome back. Jesse Lee, happy birthday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Huh? <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah, thank you all for the birthday gifts and stuff. I really, really appreciate it. Well, I, was, I think it, it's all for the better for me because, you know, we needed a change and we needed to see what's really happening in our world. So it's, to me, it's all good. You didn't mind the lockdown? No. Was your husband locked down with you? Yes. Did you divorce him while you locked down? <laughs> no, we, we accommodated him working from home. We both work from home. So oh, good. And what do you think of the riots? <sighs> not a pretty picture. It's not. It's, it's it just shows the demonstration just shows who we are as, as a community, a society, and just individual, everyone individually as a person. You know, we have to endure. Um, Were you yeah. affected by that black guy that was... Yeah, I didn't. Knee yeah, on the neck. that was not. I don't know how that came to be, but it happened. And uh, this is the this is what the world we're living in now. Everything, everyone's gonna see it around the world yeah. because our what we have, um, our tool is you know social media. So anything you do, it's gonna there's gonna be exposure. So it's like these are the times that we're living now. Yeah. So you have, we really have to be Are these the end time? conscientious about that. No, oh, no. Thank God. <laughs> I need we're, more time we're still breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. How, we, how did you deal with everything? It was nice working from home and uh, not having that commute to go into the office. Um, less, less stress and uh, more work, more demanding at home because, you know, you want to get things done. And, right. But uh, other than that, uh, we're just uh, we're just coping and seeing everything that, that is happening around. Um, I think, you know, as uh, Mr. George George Floyd, what happened to him, that wasn't good, you know. Um, Ooh, come George on. White. George Floyd. George Floyd was, a, was the African-American that lost oh, his life. Oh, the black guy that. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And uh, for twenty dollars, I mean, is it really worth it? You know, taking a life. You know, the officer just not thinking or not rationalizing the situation where he could have just—they had him down, take him, put him in the car, and just that was it. But I think what it was is it was getting so bad out there with government control controlling us, telling us what to do, what to think, how to act, putting the fear, Corona this, Corona that, COVID nineteen this, COVID twenty this. Uh, Every day, every single day, they dropped everything of what what was the news just focus on one thing. You know, we drove by two hospitals. We drove by um, Kaiser and we drove by Carson um, Memorial Hospital. Empty, empty, empty. Yeah. 
So what is really going on? What is really, really gone? They're pushing yeah. for government control, you know, treating us like animals, lockdown, you know, um, but yet it's okay to go to Walmart, go to Target, you know, and, and um, they're making us wear these masks, you know, telling us what to do, trying to put the fear in us, yeah. you know, with something, some invisible Why do you virus. think it's so easy to control us, but not easy to control the people who were looting last night? Why are the good people so easily controlled? Because the good people are going to follow and they're going to rationalize things and they're going to follow the law of the land, but they're also going to follow the Ten Commandments. And people that are locked in, that are in sin, everything is shut down. Bars are shut down. Sports arenas are shut down. Everything is shut down. So when you're in your home and you're contained and you see something like this happening, you're just going to go like a wild animal you're going to come out and you're going to do what you're going to do and and again i'm not saying that you know this is this is wrong or this is right for them to be it's wrong to be going out there and not having a peaceful you know demonstration and stuff uh i'm a street preacher we go out to you know different events and stuff and we see we see the law enforcement we always have law enforcement they you know they they're around us they protect what we do you know, different agencies. Yeah. And um, it, one officer told us when we were preaching out there after the event, he says, you know, I'm not really concerned with you guys being out here preaching the gospel or saying what you have to say because it's free speech. I'm concerned with the people around you, how they live, how they act. We see these people around. So you went out and preached to the crowd that were tearing down everything? No, no, no. This oh. would be uh, events prior oh, events prior to everything before oh, okay. the, the COVID-19. Why you guys didn't go out and preach to the looters? Um, as I was talking to a brother of mine, he said that it's it's not necessary to do that because... But they needed y'all the most. Yes, yes. <laughs> if ever I need to speak preaching now. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, there was an incident... to go out there? I was... Yesterday we were in Huntington Beach... Uh, people were free to walk the boardwalk. People were free to, to you know, choose to go surfing. Uh, no, I mean, the, were you afraid to go amongst the looters and preach to them? No. You no. were not afraid? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. no. But there was a street preacher that lost his life back in the Ronnie King riots that went out. And oh, he was yeah. preaching, yeah. And they, he they, went out to the riot to preach? He went out to the Ronnie King riots, and he was out there preaching, and they beat him so bad that he lost his life. I don't know his name, but the brother was telling me about that. Amazing. All right. Uh, yes, ma'am. How are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. Is this your first time here? Yes. What's your name? Amber. Hi, Amber. How are you? Good. <laughs> How did you find out about us? Um, these are my parents. Oh, these are your parents? Yes. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Wow. Are you uh, you going to streets too and preach? No. No? No. Well, I'm glad you're here. How did you deal with the Chinese disease and the riots over the weekend? How did you deal with all that? Well, the coronavirus, it's kind of been the same for me because I still have to work. So. Oh, you work during the lockdown? You went to work? Yeah. I, oh. Yeah, I work at a health care center. At a what? A healthcare center. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's where they kill all the old folks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Were you nervous about the Chinese virus? No, not at all. The only thing I was nervous about was 
maybe like giving it to them, but for myself, I wasn't. Oh yeah. Were you nervous, nervous with the riot last night or the night before? Not nervous per se. So you're like tough, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of. I I got angry of the situation that happened last night. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I wasn't scared. Yeah. yeah. So you're not a rowdy. Are you a, a millennial? How old are you? Twenty-one. Is he a millennial or is he? Z. <laughs> so you're not like a rowdy kind of a Z. Do you curse? No. Oh, yeah, you're nice. You guys did a nice job. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Any questions for me? Um, not at the moment. All right, if you do, let me know, all right? Okay. Mark, you had your hand? Uh, when uh, he said that George Floyd had died and that it was bad, I was just going to add... If we care about people like that being killed, you know, they get killed every day. You know, this Ooh. is this is one that was just put on. I don't the, know him. <laughs> <laughs> this one was put on by the mainstream media. And it's free speech. It was and the intention was to sensationalize and to alarm everyone. And I won't be sensationalized. I won't be alarmed. I know that happens every single day and nobody cares. Right. So when someone tells me they love George Floyd, nonsense. Right. Um. Yes, sir. Right here and here. Right here first. Amazing, Mark. Um, to add to Mark's point, why do people uh, support thugs and love bad people? Because this guy wasn't a good person. We're doing all this for a person that you know was arrested, you know, was high, uh, had fake money and all that crap. Why do yeah, Why do money. people? According he, to the story. The black guy had fake money? Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, yeah, that's what, because you're trying to do forgery or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Why do uh, liberals support evil Yeah. in that way? Just to act to his point. Yeah, they love it. They are children of the lie, that's why. <laughs> really, they really are. Right here. How you doing, sir? I'm great. So this is your first time here? Yes, sir. Uh, what's your name? Samuel. Samuel. Nice name. Um, uh, any questions about anything? Uh, I do have a question. Yeah. Uh, it's about, like, uh, not having sex out of wedlock. Right. Like, if you're dating a girl, like, can you still kiss? No. Not even kissing? Kissing leads to sex. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that. <laughs> do you want to kiss her? I'm not dating right now. Oh, okay. I'm getting to know a girl, but. You get it to no one? Yeah, I'm, I'm like That's the best to way to do it. No sex, no kissing. Uh, and just get to know each other, hang out, talk on the phone, be yourself. Don't cater to her. And so you can see who you're dating. And then once you date for seven years, you may realize <laughs> <laughs> seven years with no sex and no kissing. You may realize, wow, this is the right one. You get married and you have a marriage that lasts forever. Until death do you part. That's great. Had you ever, uh, do you want to kiss her already? <laughs> uh, nah, I was, I was just thinking about it. Like, I haven't even seen her yet, like, because I started talking to her when the coronavirus thing started, so the uh, lockdown started. Um, haven't even seen her yet, but. So you never seen her in person? I haven't seen her in person. No. You met her online or something? Yeah, yeah, I met her online. It may be a man. 
<laughs> Isn't that? <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's not a man. Believe it. <laughs> I knew a lot of guys who would meet these women in the bars and things like that online, mm -hmm. and they find out later it's a man. They're like, what the? <laughs> so be careful. I talked to her on the phone. Her voice sounds very feminine. And oh, I've seen pictures of her, videos too. So I Did know she, she shave a mustache? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> look and see if she has a mustache. <laughs> or a little knot on her neck. Yeah. With those little ball things. Yeah, shadow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and see if she has a big head. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anything else? No, but I would do it the right way. That way, God would be with you. And if it is the woman for you, it'll work out. If it's not, you'll be able to walk away from it without hating one another. Because when you cut kissing and sexing, it becomes very emotional. And it feels like you got to have her, you know? Yeah. And if something happened, it just goes out of whack. But if you do it the right way, you wouldn't have to deal with all that. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. Uh, are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah. Oh, good. Stay with that. Have you gone and forgiven your mother? Yeah, I did. How did that go? Uh, it went pretty well. Um, she understood. Uh, she didn't, like, cry or, or attack me, which yeah. I was kind of surprised because, you know, hearing, like, testimonials, from people that have, they say, like, their moms attack them or, you know, they cry, yeah. they blame them. But my mom didn't do any of that. Good. And I've been, like, speaking truth to her, and she's pretty open to it. Right on. And oh, I amazing. I forgave my dad first, too, first yeah. before I forgave my mom. How did that go? Uh, it went pretty well. Uh, he did say, like, I told him, I'm like, I'm here to, to forgive you for, uh, you know, not being there for me. And he said something like, oh, you don't have to forgive me. But, nah, I had, I had to tell him, like, no, I'm forgiving you for it. I guess he thought, like, I was going to him to ask him for forgiveness or something. Oh, so yeah. I just had to make that clear with him. But all yeah, in all, it went great, and I feel great. Amazing. Mm -hmm. It gets better and better. But you got to stay with the silent prayer, all right? Yeah, I've been and, doing it day and night. And, uh, and doubt every thought. Have you heard me say that? Yeah. Have you noticed that every thought is a lie? Yeah. It's amazing. And if you doubt every thought, you don't name them, don't, don't call them good or bad, they're going to get further and further away from you. And then after a while, they say to be screaming over here trying to get to you. But just doubt every thought. Relax and live your life. All right? But you can't get into the kissing. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It does lead to it. You get excited, and uh -huh. one thing leads to another. Yeah, absolutely. And and the girl would appreciate you more if you didn't do all that because she's going to try to get you to do it, and if you don't do it, it will eventually help her overcome that, that false need of She's really looking for a father's love, but uh, she thinks that that is love. I told her about, you know, not having sex, yeah. and she was like, well, she she brought up kissing, and I was like, "Oh, I agreed with it at the time." You agreed that you're gonna kiss her? Yeah, like not. I didn't. I didn't say, "Oh, I'm gonna kiss you," but I, I like. I was like, "Yeah, okay, that makes sense." Like, yeah, you could still kiss, but um, 
that's why I asked you because, you know, I've been thinking about it, and, and it makes sense. Yeah. You know, one thing leads to another. If, uh, if you tell her that you're not going to kiss her before you meet her, you will never meet her. She's going to be like, what? Uh, I'm wasting my time. <laughs> I can't control you with no kiss. But you're doing it the right way, man. It really will. Appreciate and that's what women need. They need men to lead the way, not to allow them to control them. They want real men. All right? That's true. So you're doing it the right way. Any, anything else? I just wanted to say I started listening to you at the like, start of the coronavirus, right. and you helped me wake up. And at first, I know you asked like people how they dealt with the coronavirus when it started. Yes. With me personally, at first, I did fall into the panic. I went to the store. I bought like 50 pounds of beans and like a bunch of rice <laughs> and all this stuff. And uh, No wonder I couldn't find any beans. <laughs> yeah, so if anybody needs beans, I got you. <laughs> Uh, That's amazing. But, you know, once I started listening to you and really taking what you say into consideration and, and thinking about it, um, I became calm. Yeah. And I've been, I've been like, exercising. I've been working on my business. I've right been, on. You know, doing the silent prayer and stuff. And it's, it's, been, it's been positive. So right thank on. you. You're welcome. How old are you? 28. Wow. That's an amazing time to be waking up. You avoid a lot of problems. Honestly, I felt like it's a little too late. Uh -uh. I mean, I, I I say that to myself sometimes or in my mind, but... That's not you that's Satan saying that. Yeah. You are fortunate to be waking up at 28. Really. I, you avoid a lot of hardship, a lot of things, really. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. What type of business do you have? Uh, auto detailing. Oh, you do? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, It's like... It's like car wash, but more uh, geared towards uh, doing, like, uh, paint correction and, and like, removing uh, marks and just making the car look, like, tip-top shape. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Do you wax cars, too? Yeah, wax, polish. Oh, I need that for my car. I've been looking for someone. I got you. All right. <laughs> the Lord is good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk, all right, before all right. we leave today. Because since the Chinese virus thing, I only wash my car once, and I'm not, I like to have my car clean. Yeah. And I was just, I called my uncle yesterday to see if they, he knew someone. Oh, so okay. I could get you to do it for me. Fantastic. Oh, amazing. You got business. Amazing. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Good, man. Anything else? Oh, that's all. All right. Oh, I saw a hand somewhere. Oh, okay. Right here. Right there. Morning, Welcome Jesse. back, man. How you doing? Oh, amazing. Uh, Are you a flat earther? I think it's more logical than the round earth. I couldn't believe when somebody told me. <laughs> I'm like, he a flat earther? That's right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But I'm not passionate about it. it is, you know. Did you see that, sh that uh, spaceship go up the other day? Yeah. Did it go down the earth or around the earth? It went up and then sideways. Uh-huh. Right it, into the ocean. Did it fall off the earth? Nope. It went around. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't know Richard was a flat earther. Did you know that? You knew it? And you still did the radio show with him? <laughs> How did that happen to you, Richard? Uh, just studying. I mean, the more I read science books, the more courses I took, there was a lot of unanswered questions. The teachers would never have a good answer. They would right. just repeat, you know, they, kind of what you talk about. They just have an, a long-winded answer. Yeah. But it didn't make sense. Just a lot of words, but it meant nothing. 
And I think oh. a lot of people dig into it instead, instead of being seduced by how smart it sounds. It falls apart. I think the Bible said the earth is round. No. It laid out. If, four corners. What? That the earth is laid out. No, that means south, east, north, and west. Possibly. It didn't mean the earth was flat. But it doesn't say round. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'm glad we got some crazies in here. <laughs> you got to keep it interesting. No, I'm, I'm just joking. I don't know if you heard about, uh, I just caught wind of it this morning, and I was telling Trevor, there was a, I think it was last night, maybe Frisco, a white van pulled up to a federal building, slid open a side door, and assassinated a federal officer. He shot two of them, right? Was One, it last night? I think it was last night, yeah. One's dead. I it, it happened Saturday night, I think. Yeah, yeah but I, I two of them were shot, one died. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so, that I, I mean, what people aren't, you know, now, obviously, not everyone here, but people forget to realize that, you know, communism is real. There are people who are using this protest as cover to do more things. Like, there was bricks laid out uh, in advance of these protests. Yeah, I saw that. So there's a lot of planning involved. It yeah. looks like it's organic, but it's, it's very much not. Yeah. Who do you think is doing this, and why? Same people, like, that would support Pelosi and, uh, you know, Soros. And these just people who hate America. They're, you know, they, they work for the devil, and they work for themselves, and... You know, you could say the Illuminati this, Illuminati that, but like you said, in the end, at the top of their little structure is going to be the devil, yeah, just working out all their years. Yeah. Amazing, man. But yeah, something to consider, you know, yeah. keep your head on a swivel and, you know, trust your gut because, you know, you can't reason with an angry spirit. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, something going on for sure. Yeah. Somebody trying to get something done. Yeah. But I'm glad you're open. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's too organized. It didn't just happen. No. This was like... Last night they had announced that they were going to protest in 40 cities. And how did they know that in advance, you know? And how did they all get there? Exactly. And who's leading these people? And, and there's money there. There's a video that just went around, I'm sure Nick's seen it, where they caught a, a, a white protester, a communist guy, talking to some black guys, giving them money, saying, go get the supplies, get what you need, and yeah. directing them, grab the picnic tables, grab the bricks. I don't know how true it is, but that woman that was in the wheelchair, you seen that, yeah. out of Detroit? They said that she was a paid protester. Possibly. I An thought she at first that she looked like, you know, she had more courage than most of these white people just sitting on the sidelines. Well, they said she was paid. Yeah, it's possible for sure. So now I don't care that that black woman beat her up. <laughs> <laughs> if she getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's something going on. That's yes, sure. Yeah. Uh, yes, Raymond. And then here. First, I'd like to say I'm glad uh, glad that you're uh, you're starting services uh, services right now, despite Thank the you, virus. Man. It's good to have you out there. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, amazing. There's also so, uh, so that you heard or heard about the government issuing stimulus checks. Well, I'm not looking forward to getting one. You didn't get one. <laughs> not uh, not yet. But if I if and when I do. I'm donating to the church. Amazing. Uh, well, I hope you get it. I do not want to be tempted like that. And so, but the little stimulus check, that's your, don't you have a job? I'm, right now, I'm on temporary furlough. But you were working prior to this whole thing, right? Right. And so that's your money. That's not the government's money. The government's issuing of money. The temptation to uh, demand, uh, to demand uh, ask for the government's help is yeah. a bit too great for me. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, you're right. 
Let the young lady behind you have the mic. How are you doing? Hi, Jesse. How are you? That's white Victoria. <laughs> Welcome home. Thank you. And so how have you been dealing with this whole thing? What do you think about everything, the Chinese virus and the rioting and all that? Well, I also agree with Richard. I think it's uh, definitely a plan, and it was well planned, yeah. including the virus. And um, last night I had a very hard time because I could hear the helicopters flying over and I saw the images and every time I tried to close my eyes to do the silent prayer I couldn't because I just kept seeing the images same thing this morning so I have to admit that it's it, it really took a toll on me yesterday and but I'm here so I feel better to see you um did you think they were coming to your house uh well I thought that anything could be possible yeah you know, and my mom's house is not very safe. It's a very old house, and uh, her windows are not very secure, and her win- her doors don't work very well. So it could be very easy to for them to break in. And I've seen those kind of riots before in Colombia, where I oh, used I to see. live. Yeah. So it just it felt like things that I grew up seeing. So oh, it, it was see. very possible that they could just come in. In this country, we have a Second Amendment. I know. But we didn't have our gun. We didn't bring our gun from Vegas. So what the? I know. <laughs> and why not? I'm not sure, but he's got knives. He's got knives and blades to fight. <laughs> <laughs> now we know what you have. <laughs> but I know. I noticed uh, last night when I heard the helicopters going over the thing. Satan so tried to tell me, "Oh, they're coming to your house, and uh, it's going to get worse." But I, I know never to believe anything he has to say, mm-hmm. and because of that, I slept like a baby. That's good. Yeah. So always just know Satan's going to get involved with everything, mm-hmm. he, and whatever he's telling you going to happen, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And that way, you don't have, you won't develop fear. Yeah. Doubt every lie. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and this morning. I was afraid to come, and I contacted Richard. I contacted Victoria, and and they both said that church was still happening. And yeah. when I uh, told Costas that church was happening, he had no doubt. He just said, "Okay, we're going." Right on. So, yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Me too. All right. How you doing, sir? I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Uh, right here. Then I got to get to my biblical question. I have a new one for you. Uh, yes, sir. What's going on? Uh, All is well. When, during the whole lockdown, uh, I had to go to the hospital to get surgery. Oh, you did? Yeah, I had my gallbladder removed. Did they, so they did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have four scars on my stomach. Ooh, gross. Yeah. Well, five <laughs> because I got my appendix taken out, too. Jeez. That's yeah. enough. And then I got one on my hand, too. I have a bunch of scars. You have one on your hand, too? Yeah, right here on my palm. Whoa, That's, I fell in the lake and I slipped on a rock. So. You smoke pot? Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> that would do it. Yeah. So when I was in the hospital, I had asked the nurse if there was anybody there with corona. And she said there were seven people there. So I was like, it's yeah. a bunch of malarkey. Yeah, they were lying about the hospital. Yeah. And there was a, everyone had masks. There was plenty of things. So I was like, I was there firsthand, so I don't believe it. Yeah. And I was still working and everything. I was fortunate enough to be keep going. So the lockdowns didn't affect me. I don't care. It was cool because then I got to chill, you know. Yeah. So, Amazing, it. man. Well, I'm glad you all right. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I, was, I took a week off of work right on. because I couldn't walk upright and all that stuff. But 
that week I was already done. And oh, then yeah. when I went back to work, they had given me a month of light work. So I was just sitting down, just quality checking stuff. And Good, man. It was awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Derek. Welcome back, Derek. Thank you, sir. What do you How think you about all this stuff that's happening right now? <laughs> um, it's ridiculous. In what way? That they're doing it all over a lie. You know, Satan has them. So you you have to expect evil to do evil. Yeah. And this is totally evil. When you say that to your friends, what do they say? Um, you know, they give it. They try to explain to me. You know, oh well, you know, it was sad the way the way it happened, the way he died because it's all based around that. Were you so. outraged when you saw his that man? No, no. Uh, knee on his. No, not, not at you all. You were not outraged. No. Everybody else was. I know, huh? Why you weren't outraged? You're all tough. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm not tough, but I was just, <laughs> just wasn't outraged at all. Amazing. It's you know, there's always more to to the story. You have to wait for it to come yeah, out. It'll come right. out. Yeah. So you, you, your wife, your wife had a baby while the Chinese thing, right? Oh, what that beforehand? Valentine's Day, right before, right, right before, before it started Chinese. getting oh, good, crazy, man. right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. When all this uh, was happening, I was telling my family to not be emotional, to not overreact, and everyone called me crazy. In fact, my aunt passed away. And and around that time, my family was just not wanting to have just the other day she passed away and everybody wanted nothing to do with me. They blocked me because I said that racism is a lie and that these words are used to manipulate you. And everyone was telling me that I acted like I don't care. I don't know nothing. and And they all rejected me. And now I'm uh, I was living at a trailer and working on my company with my making my animation studio and making business for my clients and then my friend had to move into the trailer because he had no place to go so now I'm I'm on the road just sleeping at people's couches and all my old friends are rejecting me telling me that I'm crazy so your friend moved into your trailer and put you out but yes because he you had no let place a to go to move into a trailer well, he had, there were three people living in that trailer, and there was no space. Well, and why so did I was him in. I, it was his trailer that he owned. Oh. He owned the trailer. He was living at his sister's to let me stay there oh, as, okay. a, as a present, as a gift to me, for, basically. So, so how, did, how do you enough. feel now that you're out on your own on the streets and nobody likes you? I've been on the road since I was 12 <laughs> years old, brother. So how do you I've feel never about what's happening in, now? I've never lived in a home, never had a room of my own. Really? Never in my life. Have I, I mean, I've been trying and have done it a few times in different cities, but every time I got a break, I would move to another city. So now this time, I'm deciding that it's, it feels like there's no, nothing helping me, but I'm going to stay in L.A. I don't want to move to a cheaper place or something that people are telling me, get the hell out, go somewhere else. We don't want you here. It, 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 it breaks my heart because I have, I've, it's been like this for years. And about five years ago, this happened before, and, and it's happening again, and I just have to be at peace. And I was with a friend of mine who is, a, a, I guess he was a rabbi uh, and, a, and studied Kabbalah and other things. And he was telling me to meditate, be peaceful, and to listen to God. Yeah. And last night, uh, he let me stay at his place because of all that was going on. And all my friends were calling me saying, hey, man, let's go out looting. 
<laughs> literally trying to say, hey, let's go. Maybe we'll pick up chicks. And I, I just was like, dude, no, this is the worst yeah. way to do that. If It's not like, oh, let's party on Hollywood Boulevard and have some fun and smoke some pot. No, I was, I'm, I've been sober. I've been getting my things together. And people calling me crazier. Yeah. People saying I need help. And people saying that because I even listened to you. Years ago, even, people had told me that listening to you was wrong, the wrong way. And I knew that I didn't agree with you because of what you said. I agree with you uh, because I already believed it ahead of time. Yeah. And I've heard you speaking the truth. Yeah. And, and right now, is I just want to encourage everyone to not just sit at home. I'm, I can't even collect unemployment because I do have some clients for my animation business. So I'm not collecting unemployment. It's getting $600, $800 a week. In fact, if some of the people hiring me are getting unemployment. They're paying me with their unemployment. Amazing. It's like, what, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and, and, you know, and I just want to tell everybody, no matter what's going down, just be peaceful. Because if a door shuts, there's going to be another way. Yeah. And I don't know what that other way is, but... So you stand at the rabbi's place now? Well, he let me stay there last night, but it's, it's, I'm just couch surfing with different friends. I have like two other friends who uh, won't kick me out. Do you, you don't make enough money to get a bachelor place or something? No, I don't make enough money, no, sir. Why don't you get a second job, like a part-time job or something? Yeah, I think, I think that's the way to go, but it, it's at the point where I, I still need to just have a place to have electricity and Internet to actually upload the files for my clients. I have enough clients right now to you know, make a good 800 bucks if I could work for the next few days, but I don't even have a place to put electricity at. Um, so if you got a, a, a part-time job or something, you could get a bachelor place, yeah. just a, a room somewhere, and you'd be able to do all those things. Yeah, I, I was just hoping on to working on the stuff while I was in the trailer. Oh. And then, and then that all happened. So you're right. You're absolutely right. But I just really was hoping on trying to make it work the way it was. And you how know, you're have right. You been out of the trailer, just three days. Oh, okay. And so, how you feel about your situation? I feel at peace about it. I feel, in some ways, at sad. But why do you feel sad? Because it, it's. Uh, because I, it's like a, a traumatic event that is similar to my childhood. Back oh, when I was 12 years old selling art on Hollywood Boulevard, it's the same. And it feels like, uh, I, although I, I feel more at peace than before and I feel more spiritually aware, I feel still almost like the devil's trying to tell you, you're never going to get out of this. The devil's trying to tell me, you're always going to be the same. You're always going to be on the street. Yeah. And it's, and it's painful. But It's painful? But when I sit in stillness it passes yeah so do you believe the devil when you tell you that no oh, okay it, yeah. it makes me cry it makes you cry why because the feelings come in and affect my body but it i don't sit and wallow in that all right yeah uh this is the best time for you man it really you're very fortunate that you're going through this and so if you treat, you know how sometimes you feel all good, everything going well, and you feel good, right? Like, wow, thank you, God. And then something happened, now you feel bad, right? And, and you don't like that feeling. You're like, where are you, God? Well, you have to learn to treat them both the same because they're both imposters. When you're feeling good, that's not real. And when you're feeling bad, that's not real. 
but that's what Satan used to drive people crazy with. He'll make you feel good and then throw something on you and now you feel bad. You have to count it all joy with everything. Have the same attitude that you have when you're feeling good that you have when you're feeling bad because uh, it's not from God. So they're both imposters. And a lot of people, when they feel bad, that's why they get on drugs and they become alcoholics because they can't handle that pain, the thoughts and the pain. But those are things that help you grow. When you can endure that, when you learn how to endure the pain, and then every thought that comes, you'll be walking on water. Recently, I was telling my mother that, and she was calling me and asking me about coronavirus and my opinions on this. And she, we were talking about two yeah. hours. And, she, and I said, you know, emotions are lies trying to manipulate you. Yeah. And th- then she decided to tell me that she believed I was possessed by the devil for saying that. She said that you were She possessed. said that I was possessed by the Satan. <laughs> you should say, yeah, I was, but not anymore. I, that's literally exactly what because I said. that's what it was. When you're in a fallen state, you are possessed. We are spirit. We are possessed. When you overcome it, you're possessed by God because we're not in control of anything. But I really want to encourage you to feel the same way when it feels like you're down. They're both imposters. And then you find yourself living, and opportunity will open up for you like 90 going knows. All right? Yes, sir. Thank you. God is with you. Uh, Cheryl. Cheryl is back. Isn't that amazing? Thank you. It is very amazing. Happy it was birthday. an amazing birthday. Yeah. Good to be black. I'm black. Uh, good to be black. <laughs> good, to be, <laughs> good to be back. I'm glad you opened the church. Yeah, me yeah. too. How, how, how have you been dealing with everything? Um, you know, it was a little hard kind of being at home and stuff. But, you know, like you were saying to him, you just, it's, it's okay if I feel a certain way because that's just a feeling. Yeah. And otherwise, then I'm doing I'm doing well. And um, what was hard about being home? It's just there's I just live by myself, so it's kind of like okay, like it, it's just not being able to go out. I guess if you know, like they had the coronavirus and that you couldn't work, but if the movie theaters were open, it would be you know people could get a, like you still need to get away, like you need to go out, take yeah. a walk, you need to get out. And with there being less places, it's kind of like, well, where do I go? What do I do? Okay, I go for a walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, that's kind of strange that everything is kind of shut down. You, you don't have any friends? I do, but they're all quarantining, too. I, I see them sometimes. But you should have told me, let me come over. <laughs> or oh, I'll come over your house. We're going to tell it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one down the block. I was like, I should go ride by and see what she's up to because, yeah. you know, sometimes we check in. What are you doing? Eh. What are you doing? Huh? You know, working, but yeah. <laughs> so, I um, yeah. I haven't really stopped working at all. We stopped the church thing and the in-house counseling, mm-hmm. but I've been working every day and just doing what I do. I can't go to the gym, so I work out at home. But I've been just having my normal life, and whenever people tell me to put the mask on, I yell at them. I was at the gas station yesterday, and you walk up to the window. You don't go inside of a building. And they take it under the glass, the money, and the Mexican lady like, oh, wear your mask, wear your mask, wear your mask. Yeah. I said, like, I don't wear those things. Yeah. No, senor, senor, you need to wear one. I'm like, no, who told me to wear one? The government. I'm like, what the? I know. I'm outside, and she's on the inside of the building, and she wanted me to put on a mask. And then one day I went to the bank to go in. 
And they wanted me to wear a mask. And I'm like, I don't have one. I don't want to wear a mask. They're like, you got to wear a mask. And this lady was there and some tall black guy. And the black guy was yelling at me, you got to put on a mask. I'm like, you know what? You better back down. Or you going down, buddy. <laughs> I was yelling at the guy. And they both could have beat me up together. And uh, they said, well, you can't come in without a mask. It's the, I said, why not? It's the, I said, there's no law that says I have to come in with a mask. And the lady said, what's the rule? So I took my shirt off. There was a long line behind me. I took my shirt off and I wrapped it around my face. I said, I have on a mask. And like, you can't go in with no shirt on. I'm like, well, what the? And then finally the manager came in. She said, oh, that's Mr. Peterson. Mr. Peterson, come on in here. And they gave me a little mask to put on. <laughs> it was so much fun. It's a trip that, because when they... And it, then one it, black it, lady yeah. was yelling at me at the park. When she wasn't yelling, she was like, hey, you got to put the mask on. I'm like, go away. <laughs> I had to watch myself because I don't want to end up in a real fight. But I'm sick of these people trying to tell me I got to wear a mask because they're afraid not to wear one. I know. It's like they... Once the government tells you what to do, you don't know how to think for yourself right. what to do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm scared. It's like if you're scared, stay in the house. But don't, don't like let like don't impede other people's freedoms yeah. to do that. If you are like older, you have underlying conditions, then stay in the house. That's okay. If you feel like you're going to get sick, but it's like they were like, well, we all need to stay in the house. It's like, well, do you know people don't have money? They're not. Do you understand? People don't have money. Yeah. And, and I, said, I don't know how I could impress that upon you. They don't have money. They need to go and work. It's crazy to see people walking around in masks. Yeah. Maybe think I'm in China somewhere. You go to the post office, there's a long line of masked people. I'm like, how do you know somebody's not about to rob the bank? I mean the post office. And people are asymptomatic. We're going to take your temperature. Well, 40% of them, it doesn't matter. What's asymptomatic? That means you don't have any symptoms. You don't have oh, a fever. You. You, you got that. You know, like you kind of have, you're a carrier, but you don't get sick. Yeah. But you can infect other people. So all this stuff is kind of, I don't. And if you notice yeah. that the Democratic states don't want to let us go. They still try to keep it going. They're and trying going. to hold on, even though the there's not a conservative states to hold are opening on. it all up, but not with us. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Caesar back. I've been thinking of you, man. How you doing? How you doing, Jesse? Happy birthday. You? Happy birthday. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, thank you for I having us here. For sure. I am older than dirt. <laughs> God made me, and then he made dirt so I could walk on it. That's right. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I really do think my family made a mistake about my birthday because we were we, we grew up on a plantation and I think they didn't know how to read and it was 1959 instead of 49 when I was born and they didn't know it because they hadn't free, freed the slave yet or they didn't know about it because I, I can't even imagine being 71 when I said it sounded like I'm lying it really does but it's amazing and I it know it's because I have no hatred in my heart and I absolutely see life as amazing. I don't hold anything against anyone. I have no fear, no doubt, no worry. And so there's nothing there to kill my body, to destroy my body, as far as I can tell. But anyway, thank you, Cecil. Thank you, Jesse. All is well. How's your family? They're doing good. And so being yeah. locked up with your wife all that time, just yeah. getting married, how did that go? I tossed you out the window already. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. It's been, it's been, honestly, it's been great. Right on. That's it. No opinions. It's great. I'm having good. a blast. Yeah. I'm glad. The whole family. Well, good to see you, man. It's great to be at home and actually 
be there and uh, spend time with my kids. The fact that he's not in school, it's that's a blessing to me. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, good to see you, man. Likewise, Anybody thank else? you. Oh, right here. So, Jeremiah, my godson, he graduated from high school last week. And he going to, he was accepted at, what's the name of school? Yeah, he's going to be a football player. So, I still could beat him. <laughs> when Jeremiah was a kid, I have three more other guy kids, two more. And I used to take, they used to come over sometime with their parents, and I would get them out on the grass and drag them. <laughs> Slow them down. And Irma's like, man, don't do him like that. But they would keep coming at me. They were little kids. You know how kids are. They think they're tough. And I keep knocking them down. And we stayed friends. <laughs> oh, who? Oh, right here. Yes. Back to, like you said, the Democrats don't want to elect. I don't touch Jeremiah now because you're a big football player. And I'm just, when I, we used to arm wrestle, I'm like, I could still take you down, man. But I know I'm lying. And I never give him a try because I don't want him to know I'm lying. He can beat me now. <laughs> He was all big and muscular and everything. Yes, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, when you said the Democrats don't want to let go, um, they don't want to let people go back to work and stuff. Right. Um, work builds, like, character. It gives yeah. you structure in your life. It makes you responsible. It makes you feel good, especially, like, physical labor-type jobs. Yeah. And I think it's because of that, because they want you to demoralize. They want you to feel – because when you don't work, you feel you. all jacked up. Yeah. I noticed that because I wasn't working for, like, two weeks. And then I found work, and I felt – so good. That's right, I was man. tired because it's physical labor. Yeah. It's like a, uh, it was like through a staffing agency, so it was really hard work. And it was with a lot of illegals and stuff, like that kind of work. Ooh. But it felt so good. It felt, Did you report him to the president? No. I need work, so I just shut my mouth. I just <laughs> nod my head. Every time I do it, I just go like, do it. Yes, fine. yes. <laughs> That's not how you do it. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. Yeah, I just shut my mouth because I need a paycheck. But right. I noticed that work, uh, it is about money. It is, but... That stuff's really important. Yeah, for, for very especially important. for men. Absolutely, man. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, it's healthy. And I know you say that a lot. Yeah, mention that work. A builds. man should be producing. He should be acting. <laughs> yeah, not sitting at home waiting for a stimulus check. I think you even said once that any man who doesn't work, who's sitting at home, is what, what did that word say? Uh, useless, basically. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? No, you like, why are you not working? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyone else? Uh. Right here, here, and then I put my little two cents in here. Get to my biblical question. Um, piggybacking on what he's saying about the uh, about working. Yeah. Do you, Do you agree that children should be? You know, how they have the the uh, that notion of children should be educated. They should be in school. Do you believe that children should be working more? Should be at work. I'm not talking about four year old or five year old. I'm talking about, you know, you know, kids, as you know. As soon as they pop out the womb. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. <laughs> then then in the classroom. They need to be helping around the house. Yes. They need to be doing something so yes. that that's all they'll know. Because, you know, they're trained to be, you know, studying, 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 yeah, studying, no. studying, studying. That's horrible, man. You know, and it just it frustrates, you know, kids, especially a lot of my, my nieces and my nephews. You yeah. know, they don't they don't like it at all. And when you they know, grow up, they yeah. find some kind of reason not to work. Yeah, and then they get bored oh, when there's nothing I got to too do. Much homework. Oh, I gotta be at school. I got. They find reasons not to work yeah. because the, that nature did not develop. Yeah, exactly. It's like exactly. what you were saying. I can't imagine not working. What do you do if you're not working? 
That's why I can't, I don't understand people who retire. It's like they're retiring to die. What are you going to do with yourself? You have to be working. Yeah, they point out like child labor. You know how they, they say, you know, the kids in China, you know, they're working in the factories, you know, yeah. at eight, nine, and 10 years old. I don't think that's bad at all. I think that's a good thing. That's right. <laughs> I think that's a great like, thing. Uh, it teaches them responsibility. Send them to China. Yeah, send them to China, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That's why we have to watch over our own children and not let the government or anyone. Right. Because they'll corrupt them, they'll destroy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right, man. Yes, sir. I just want to say so glad you're back. Happy birthday. And, yeah, you uh, too, man. Thank you. Lockdown got so bad, I was binge-watching uh, Bros and Cons, man. It's, oh. <laughs> I had to put a plug in. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Uh, Joel was on there. You see Joel on there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Joel and uh, Derek. and Oh, he did great. Oh, and Derek was on there, too? Victoria. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I love it. It's Very great. nice. Good stuff. All right. Congratulations to your show, guys. All right. Anybody else? Okay. One thing I want to say is, oh, how many people outraged at the black guy with the, that died? They had the knee on his neck. Nobody was outraged? Why y'all want to outrage? Y'all so holy, huh? Um, that's all I've been hearing on the TV shows. Everybody's so outraged. But they were not outraged when 10 people died in Chicago that same weekend. I believe it was the same weekend, and 40 people shot or wounded. No outrage at all. One man that they don't know, everybody is in just such an outrage over it. It's so phony the way the world is. It's all fake. It's not even real. They, how come you don't care about 10 people, but you care about one? You're supposed to love all people. It's a game that's being played on us. The one thing I didn't know, and then I'll take your hand, Hermes. Go to Hermes. One thing I didn't know until this morning that was uh, concerning that black guy. There were three cops there. I didn't know there were three cops on him. It was one standing, and then one had the neck. There was another in the middle, and another one holding his leg down. I did not know that. And so even with that, I think they should just get all the evidence and go to trial, present the evidence, and let this thing work out by itself. Instead of over, everybody overreacting to that. When I become president, I'm going to have all the cameras removed from the cops. No more cameras. No more cell phone cameras. I'm going to collect all the you guys' cell phones and take the cameras off and give them back. <laughs> because what you don't know won't hurt you. All right? But it just, it, it's, not, it's a phony overreaction. It's a phony. Yes, Hermes. Yeah, I was just going to add that it was 10 in uh, Chicago plus another nine in Baltimore uh, that were killed over Memorial Weekend. So 19 people, mostly black. That's amazing. And the cop, it looked like he should not have done that to the guy. Just a little part that I saw there. But we still need the evidence. This is America. You assume innocent until proven guilty. But that's gone out the window now. And especially if you're white. And you attack a black person. Yes, sir. So one of the things I, I've been noticing throughout all the coverage is that they keep saying the same thing, that there's protesters with, with a few bad riders in the mix of it. I li- Yeah, <laughs> that's completely opposite, in my opinion. I live right across from the Grove. Oh, man. Uh, and I, was, I even was in the middle of it. When uh, when they started, I literally saw them break the glass to the Apple Store and to the Nordstroms. Wow! And everyone rushing in. 
there were it was a riot with a little bit of protesters. That's what it was. It wasn't a protest with a little right. bit of rioters. No, it was a riot. At least at least in L.A. I'm sure it's the same were for all the cities. Were you afraid last night to rest after that? I really wasn't afraid. I was more just annoyed because I couldn't sleep with all the helicopters. Because <laughs> yeah. I was I'm right next to it all and. Oh. It's yeah. It's just been a mess because I was I went to the farmers market that morning to get some food. I've been going there since the shutdown because, yeah. and I got to know a lot of the people there because uh, they were just happy to have people in because everyone was running to Ralph's and the big stores. But the farmers market was still there. But anyway, they were saying they were packing up that morning really early because they were afraid that that was going to happen. And sure enough, there's I don't know if you drive if you drive past it right now. There's like graffiti. It's horrible, and I you know. I, if if I do feel anything, I feel bad for the shop owners in there because they're yeah. all yeah. family businesses, small businesses. Why is it that the government can lock us up if we don't wear a mask? Right. But if we went out and destroy someone's property, they can't lock us up. Yeah, and I was listening. Why is that? I don't know. I was listening to the radio last night, and they had some local council. Per- I don't. I forget who it was. Some local council person in L.A. saying it's our it's our constitutional right to be protesting. Like, why are you saying that now? And then you're damning the people like in Huntington Beach and and you know yeah. who were, who who I I've yet to see them spray paint anything uh, on their protest. So it's just like you he's, you know obviously he's a Democrat council person. Yeah. And it's like it's it's all being stoked like it's being stoked by you know bad actors. The governor there, so. of um, Minneapolis said that this was white supremacists doing this. I'm like, white, are you calling Antifa white supremacy or something? I didn't see any white supremacists. I saw Antifa. And so the president is deeming them a terrorist group now. So that's really good. Yeah. Um, how did you deal with all this? And then I come to you, Victoria. Um, good to see you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Same to you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I, I've been fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, Have every- you been working? Every day. Yeah. Oh, good. Actually, uh, I got a lot of things going on right now, so this is like perfect for me. I'm just, I'm just inside. I, I had been inside, just like working, pretty much every day. Right on. So, um, so like, just not going out and not having those distractions. I guess it, it, it's helped out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, good man. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. Thank Your you. Your son looks just like you, man. Thank you. You had that baby. Right. Right. <laughs> He just like you. All Mexicans look alike, though. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, did you see Nick screaming last night from the from the rally? He was throwing bricks and screaming. I didn't see it. No. <laughs> you? Did you, anybody see that? Yeah. Y'all knew it was Nick. Yeah. How did y'all know it was Nick? Name. He said it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't see it. I just heard about it. What well, tell him about it, Nick. We're smashing stuff. I got a new laptop. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, totally the first just, Mexican to go into the <laughs> computer store. Um, if you see me with a new stuff, I bought all of it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I totally, the opportunity literally presented itself. Um, I live nearby, right? I live right around Hollywood. I live next to all that. So right. I'm driving, and I start seeing commotion. I see people with masks and shirts, like justice. And I have my battery pack on me, which I never have, and it was fully charged. And the opportunity was right there, and I had to take it. So I went right up to the cop. I went right up everything. I, I caught as much as I could. Try to interview people. You went to the hood? To the hood? No. Hollywood. 
Oh, their their message they they turned Hollywood Beverly Fairfax into a ghetto in just a few hours. Graffiti, all the graffiti you see on that in those street, all fresh. That's all new graffiti. I got the I got them smashing the cars, starting fires. Um, a little rubber bullet whizzed over my head. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, all that, all that, all that. I got tries. I was trying to get interviews of people and just trying to get the little nuances of what's going on because it's yeah. like things that aren't really shown like the protesters fight amongst themselves you know the people who like smash stuff and try to loot there's other ones who are like no this is not it so there's I don't know there's a lot of things going on so I was just there to catch it all so we're going to show that on the radio tomorrow yeah yeah Yeah, we'll try and show as much as we can Nick and my producer for those who don't know did you know Nick? Uh, yeah I knew him from the radio show you knew he was an anchor baby? (laughs) don't say the other word <laughs> oh wow! You want to fight? Yeah, we'll I'll show you. That. Uh, I'm a What do you think about all this stuff, the virus and the, all this other stuff oh. happening? Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people benefit. There's a lot of people who like um, are also opportunistic, like me, maybe, <laughs> and they see the opportunity and they see the they can benefit from this. So they're gonna keep it going yeah. as much as they can. And there's also enemies, straight up the enemies of good that see this as an opportunity so what can yeah. I say they'll do what they gotta do they're evil so they'll do what they do yeah that's amazing These, this is a very interesting time to be alive so you should be happy you're alive to see all this be Turvey then Chris okay and then I gotta get to this thing the hour's gone already um, yeah. what I wanted to say is that if the virus is real then we're gonna see an increase of the virus with all these rioters not keeping the safe distance and doing all that. So yeah. we'll see how real the virus is after That's this. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, mate, they lied to us. There is a little virus, I guess, but it's nothing what they've been telling us. Now they're saying, "Don't stay in the house. You have a better chance of getting it in the house than you do outside." I'm like, "Well, that makes sense." <laughs> you out in the sunshine. Fresh air. And then they say you can go to the beach, but you can't walk on the dry sand. <laughs> I'm like, you're smoking pot or something? <laughs> Let me take Chris first. Because, Chris, you don't even believe that the virus exists, right? Oh, oh me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You usually refer to me as Christine. Oh, Christine. But it's actually Christina. Christina? <laughs> yeah. But you can call me anything you like. Just don't call me late to dinner. Um, <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, uh, it's really less of a matter for me if whether this, the extent of you know how real this is, um, when there's tens of millions of Americans that are, you know, not working. Yeah. Like I went to Whole Foods the other day, and it was the first time that I put on a mask in all of this, um, and I, you know, I told the guy at the front, like, I, I didn't think I'd ever do this. And he said that, you know, keeping, wearing a mask to contain a virus is like wearing underwear to hope it'll con- contain a fart. I was, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be gross, <laughs> but I, I thought he made a really good point. I was going to tell y'all that you worked for me, but I changed my mind. I don't want you to know that. <laughs> All right, you can get rid of the mic now. Okay. <laughs> well, it's good to be back, sitting here instead of working. All right. Give it to Eric. 
Uh, I just wanted to address what Victoria said about the virus, yeah. um, because I've been paying a lot of attention to what the uh, scientists are saying who are the dissenting voices, right? Uh, yeah. And a lot of them seem to be very serious people with a whole alphabet behind their name. Uh, and they're pointing out things like um, any virus generally takes around six weeks to travel around the globe or across the flat earth. So, so from one end to the other, it takes six weeks, right? And yeah. we, all, we all knew about this virus at the end of last year. So I don't think there's going to be some big second wave. Everybody's already... Uh, also, um, excuse me, Cheryl said 40% of people don't, don't have any symptoms, asymptomatic. Yeah. Well, we don't really know if it's 40%. It could be 60% or 90%. Because by now, pretty much everyone's been exposed to the virus, if not everyone, right? Yeah, it takes I don't six weeks to get government. Government. I just don't believe anything they say. Yeah. It's just a virus. It's just yeah. like a flu or whatever. Right. Even it's if amazing. it came from a lab. It's yeah. just a virus. Amazing. Yes, uh, Richard. Anybody have anything else you want that you're dealing with or you want to ask me about or anything? Oh, okay. Let me just take Richard first and then I come to you, okay? Richard had his hand first and then, yes. Uh, with everything going on, and I mean, you've always, uh, you woke us up to, well, woke me up to it about uh, white people need to stand up. And you can see now that they're still playing that same narrative with the Minnesota governor and the yeah. mayor of Minneapolis painting white people as a problem. Yeah. You see it online with Ice Cube and celebrities basically sharing uh, memes and images encouraging black people to stomp out and attack white people. Yeah. So if ever there was a time for white people to lose any fear of that label of racist or whatever it is, it's now. Because, sure is. I mean, the longer that they're scared of standing up, speaking up, doesn't mean you go, don't fight a mob one against 30, right. yeah. but speak up, defend yourself, don't let people Get make you feel bad for being white. and everything. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, they're... There's these so-called, you know, like, loving people on Facebook and social media just saying that they care about Floyd at the same time advocating for just outright looting and attacking white people just yeah. for being white. They it. It's horrible, yeah. man. It's really horrible. Yeah. And it's worse. They see white people just lay down and take it. They don't speak up. They don't say anything. And the other day I saw them cleaning up. Was, after the I was just about to say the that. There's a whole the white people going out there cleaning up. I'm like, well, y'all slaves or something? Yeah, I saw a video. The, the whole block was nothing but white people yeah. sweeping up, just quietly cleaning up the mess and just sitting there. And then they, they apologize for them. Like, you hear them say, well, you don't know what it's like to be black and 400 years a slave and it's just that a mess. That is so crazy. <laughs> Poor white people. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not white. <laughs> I'm white on the inside, black on the outside. It's horrible to see white people be so weak, especially the men, too. Especially the men. Yes, sir. Yeah, happy birthday, Jesse. Thank you, man. Is this your first been. time here? Uh, no, I've been here a few times, but it's been a while. It's been about a year. Oh, okay. And I grew up beard during coronavirus. So right on. But um, I was wondering, I was five years old during the L.A. riots, and I was living in Chicago, so I really don't know about what was going on. Like, how long did that go, and, like, what what ended that? Like, how long, is this anything like that at all, or... Um, I don't remember, man. I remember, I don't remember how long it went. Uh, it did go off about a week or two, I think. And they didn't go into the white community. They only did their community, Watts and South Central L.A. And they tried to go over into the Japanese area, the Chinese community. The Korean. Yeah, but the Korean had guns. They were all up on the buildings and everything. They're like, okay, y'all come on. <laughs> y'all come on. Uh, but they pretty much did their area, destroy their own community. And then they were told after that, don't destroy your own community. Go to the suburbs. You, well, why are you doing your own? And now they're learning to go to the suburbs. But I think it maybe lasts two weeks. I know a week for sure. 
Do you and, see it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I did. But I was living in West L.A. at the time. And so I would just look out over there, smoke everywhere. I didn't go over there. Ain't no way I was going over there. But uh, it, was, it was pretty bad. And they have not recovered yet, really. And it just, they were set up then as they're being set up now to destroy. I was surprised when they went over to Beverly Hills last night. Because I had told uh, James of the hate report, I said, oh, we don't have to worry because those Jews ain't going to let them come over there. They ain't going to Beverly Hills. Don't the Jews live in Beverly Hills? Right, Ermish? Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, the Jews not going to let them come over there to destroy their stuff. They're going to send the LAPD, the Beverly Hill cops and Santa Monica cops and everybody. And I was surprised when they allowed them to go over into their community and do that. So I guess the Jews are afraid of them too. So can y'all now like the Jews? <laughs> the Jews are afraid of the blacks. <laughs> y'all didn't know that, right? I used to think I lived in a safe area. Not anymore. If the Jews are scared, I'm scared. But were you surprised when they went over to the Jewish community? Uh, very surprised. Like, I was at Fairfax and Beverly yesterday, and I was shocked that that was going on because that, that is like a nice Jewish neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, I was shocked to see what was going on over That's there. Crazy. That's crazy. I was stunned that they let that happen. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, it was you uh, right here. Anybody else? Were you surprised, Ermis, they went over to the Jewish area? Uh, yeah. My friend can't live in the Jewish area, right? And so I had to test him. I said, oh, don't worry. They're not coming over to you guys. And right away, he sent me the picture where they were over there already at the library there, ready to call from the police station. Yeah. I'm like, what the? Yeah, I was going to say that. The, uh, I was surprised that normally the Beverly Hills Police Department, they don't play. They don't play. That's and right. They, uh, some of those stores, including the... Um, there's a Mercedes-Benz dealership right by about two yeah. minutes from the uh, police department. They uh, broke windows and damaged that. So, um, yeah, they were even on Rodale. And it was apparently about 50 BLM Antifa people. They have been trained now to go to the white people community. Yep. They literally have been trained to do that. So you have politicians other telling them, go to the white community. How are you going to train someone to do that and get away with it? In fact, if I could add, the stores on Rodale, apparently they knew they were coming. So some of the business owners, like the Gucci store, they boarded up a lot of those stores so they couldn't get in. So they knew they were coming. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, what I've been noticing is that there's everybody thinks that that's a positive thing that's happening. Nobody's saying it's wrong. Um, I was I was stunned. Me and my Hispanic family were watching it. Yes. Um, all together, we had a we had our we we did a barbecue too. So we were just we we all gathered and we ate and we watched it. And you're like, oh, look at them, pass the rib. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly like that. They just burned out Gucci. Yes. Pass the tortilla. Yeah. That's exactly how we did it. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, um, and then, um, so, so we were watching and we're stunned because, uh, uh, Channel 4 did a good job. You oh. know, they did a very, they just kept, kept their cameras on there. Um, and then we just, we watched it and, and the reporters were, we were watching it and the reporters were excusing it. 
You know, yeah. they were hiding it. Yeah. They were using words to circumvent what we were seeing. Yeah. So what I'm and then and then I go on social media. I'm not I'm not going to do that anymore because there everybody was supporting it. I mean, there was and I tried to because uh, I listened to you. So I woke up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and I try to say, you know, this is not. I try to use your quotes. I'm like, this is this is this is not about race. This is about right and wrong. Yeah. And they look. They said, that, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you like, know, everybody. You live? We're where coming you live? over there. So and I have a good. Yeah, exactly. I have a good mixture of uh, of friends on Facebook, and they all see. It's they all see this as a great thing like we're just we're just this is this is uh this is social justice and stuff like that and then and another thing that i know that we that we were just laughing about was the drive-by which is i call it drive-by shoplifting yeah. when there was a very nice cars really beautiful cars and people just drive up get out of their cars take everything again put it in there and drive away then another car and and the reporter couldn't couldn't deny it so she said it she's like this is drive-by shoplifting <laughs> amazing and then she kind of was like oh did i what was i supposed to say that because because they're catching themselves they're trying to say that oh this is a good thing yeah that's crazy man yeah it's, it's insane what's happening it really is so we're so my question is to you i'm I, this is my first time here right i'm gonna ask you her first time what's yeah. your name uh, uh giovanni welcome giovanni thank you and uh and 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 um the riots brought me here Oh, because, okay. as I said, the world is the, whatever you whatever you said is coming true. Yeah, it's coming true. You know, and I'm like, and I'm kind of like not devastated, but I'm kind of like, where, what's it's breaking down? Everything's breaking. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, I just because because the world going crazy, going crazy. Because yeah. because I said, and it's going to get worse. You haven't seen anything yet. Oh, I I feel it because yeah. because what I'm saying what I'm telling you is that. Everybody thinks that this is good. Yeah. They don't see, they don't... See. Well, I don't think that everyone think it. It's just that the media, the politicians yeah. are, mm. are are supporting it. Yes. And it seems like everybody else feels that way, but it's not true. There are even some blacks who don't don't support what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... One so, or two. <laughs> You're right. Who said that? You're so right, man. Yeah. Uh, so, but, so I'm just, I just, I just was drawn. So you, I, I can't. I drove really fast to your place. Right oh here. yeah, man. Yeah. You're safe. Yeah. No. no yeah. I, I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of that. I'm just saying, like, I'm just, I'm just saying that. Here's what you do. Make sure yeah. you continue with God. Mm-hmm. You know, watch yourself. Live in the present. Yeah. And He will guide you. He will protect you. Even though the old, because the world is the Old Testament, and everything that's happening in the Old Testament in the world can't help but happen because they are not of God and none of those people love one another they don't care about each other they don't care about us they don't care about anything because they're all evil and they can't help it and so it's going to get worse but if you keep your eyes in the present with God do your silent prayer speak up but don't hate you'll be fine it's going to it's because eventually some great things will start happening from it and you'll be on top of it but don't overreact to it at all and don't believe anything that Satan tell you about it. It will be revealed to you, and you will be protected. So go inside. Yeah, stay inside. Because I, because I, I, I trusted, I trusted the world. Now yeah. I, I lost my trust, and now that's I'm going right. inside. That's, that's right. That's the only way. The only peace I find because the world is nuts. It, it, it's the Old Testament, I and see. everything that is happening should be happening. God bless because you. If you don't have no love, you have hate, 
Yeah. And this is what hate would do to you. You're so right. God bless you. I I, I always knew from the outside yeah. that you that where your message was true, but now I I see it. Yes. It's you can't. I can't unsee it now. That's right. Once you see God, it, you can't unsee it. That's deep. God bless you. Yeah. You're welcome, man. Uh, pass it to this young lady right next to you. Right there, the lady. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lady. <laughs> Last time I checked, yeah. How how are you feeling about everything? I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling. Are you nervous or afraid? No, not nervous, not afraid. And how are you dealing with it? Um, I mean, I'm I'm just being. I'm not neither here nor there. I'm right on. I'm pretty. Right on. Cool. That's good. So have you been at home all this time? You've been working or what? Well, I don't work, so oh, I have been home. But um, I've been to Victorville to visit my sister. Uh-huh. Oh, just staying home, you know, just being locked up. And, you know, I've had family come over and visit. You know, we're Latinos are big on family. Right. So when I was feeling maybe a little down or lonely, I would either go to my sister or have my sisters or my brothers come over. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The one good thing about it, to be home like that and to just shut down is a perfect time to see yourself and and understand God even more so because you, because you had that quiet time like that. Yeah. And, but Satan wanted to make you feel like it's the worst time, but it really was the best time. Yeah. You yeah. know, actually, when I went up to see my sister in Victorville, um, I... Shortly after, when I got back, I heard you and Joelle talking about um, taking the. I'm sorry, I'm for. Yeah, I'm taking the pain. Work. Yes, yeah. taking the pain. That's what I was telling. Who was I telling that to? This young man over here. What What I didn't know, I just really started to really see it, even though I've already gone through it. It's like they they both are imposters. They're not real. And so we tend to feel happy, feeling good, the things are going well, like, and you got a job, you don't have any conflict, everybody love you. And then, but as soon as you relax in that, Satan give you something, now you feel down. And you start like, wow, this is so bad, life is so wrong. But that's not real either. It's both impostors, so you should count it all joy when you're up here and down there, because they're both not real. Yeah, but, you know, I was experiencing, because I did start on the silent prayer. Yes. Um, I was experiencing, and I don't know how to put words to it, but this really yucky feeling. And I didn't know how to handle it. Yes. It was really ugly. It was a, a feeling of of feeling a little bit panicked, feeling a little bit scared, um, and voices telling me, like, oh, you're sick there's something going wrong yeah, with you. Yeah. And it was a really yucky place to be in. And How did you deal with it? I continued to do the silent prayer, but it actually scared me a little bit. Yeah. It, it scared because me. Because you believed into the lie. And once you believe one lie, you'll throw another one on you. Why you believe in that one? And they say, you know, you want to hang yourself. Oh, well. Because yeah. he, he'll make you feel fear and doubt. And sometimes you feel that theme but don't have any thoughts right and when that happens it's like going through the shadow uh valley of the shadow of death you can quote the 23rd psalm as i walk through the valley 
because you might not know what's going on. You might not see the thought, and God will help you through it. Or you can just say, hey, Christ, help me with this because he's inside of you, and he'll just help you through it. It's all spiritual. There's nothing you can do about it. So just relax in it and know you believe the lie. And God is still with you. And until you can come out of it, just continue to do what you're doing. And it may be hard to walk and you can't barely think about your work, but do your work anyway. And don't complain. Don't just know you're in a thought and God is still with you. All right? It's so amazing. The young man behind you and then Francisco and then I got to start closing down. Yes, sir. Hi. Um, Is so it yeah, your first time? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I've been here before. All right. So I just wanted to say um, the the whole thing going down with the uh, the rise is just it is it is outrage to me in the sense that it's outrage in the sense that people are easily just so so blinded and they they think yeah, that yeah that's mind blowing yeah no there's no the the other cops there was an Asian cop that was part of that there was an Arab cop there was a Hispanic cop and then the only one who got pinned down was the white guy the white right? man. So it's just it was just funny, and before I came here, my girlfriend just uh, we were talking about that, and then uh, she just said like a funny joke, like oh, uh, an Asian guy, an Arab guy, a white guy, and, and, <laughs> and a Hispanic guy walk into a bar, you know, like, and they see a black guy, who's gonna get in trouble? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder who. But I know, man. It's crazy. I didn't know that until this morning that the other people were there, the cops were there. I only saw the one with the neck thing, and the, and the, the Asian guy, right, that was standing. Uh, I think so. I'm not Asian? sure. Um, I think was that an Asian? There yeah. was an Asian. Yeah, he but I don't remember if he was... That's what I thought it was an Asian. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. He did not have the rice. He had it for lunch. No. But you're right about that. The attack is on the white people. If I were the white people, I'd put them all out of my country. I'd be like, you're going to leave here. I wouldn't put up with it. I just wouldn't put up with it. I'd speak up. I'd vote them out. They really want to raise war. That's what they're really pushing for. And what's crazy also is that people are so easily blinded and so easily just so they can follow something without yeah. having any form of uh, logic or some sort of like thought process where it's just like if you want to blame somebody, that's fine. There's always a culprit in this. But if you're going to blame somebody, why are you blaming racism? Why are you blaming this grander scheme? Why aren't you blaming the actual people who are responsible? Do you have your the people in your legislator, they're the ones who are responsible for making the laws inside the state, yeah. saying, like, oh, these are the requirements for becoming a cop. These are the, the training that you need to do and need to pass and you need to go to. Why don't we start there? Why is it always just like this, like, mad explosion of senseless, just zombie violence that they just go about and it's just yeah. ripping and tearing, you know? And it's, it's just stop and think. They are blind and cannot see. That's what it is. They really can't see. It's crazy. It's just yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a phenomenon. It is. It's, it's amazing. Um, I think that's it, right? Yes, Frankie. Last word. So I, I noticed. Uh, I've been through uh, maybe five or six of these these uh, you know riots, and so it's kind of the over same. the years. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I remember the ninety ninety two riots. Uh, that's, You've been through five or six riots. It's ninety two riots is right by my mom's house. It's uh, oh, Florence and Normandy. And that that happened, uh, you know, Reginald Denning was beaten, uh, yeah. Rodney King verdict, and Chief Daryl Gates was out of town. So when the police came in on that corner, they stayed for a while and they backed off. When they backed off, everybody saw that there was weakness. Yeah. That's when the riots started. Yeah. And they, people thought that was the blacks going crazy, and they were. But if you watch the videos in the movies, predominantly Hispanics, 
were out there looting and robbing for couple of days, and it was, that's the way it I was. I didn't know we had Mexicans over here in the 70s. They, yeah, they, they call in, this is uh, 92. What? 92. 92. What, oh, 92. 92. Oh, I thought you said the 70s. Well, no, I, I mean, you know, I was a little kid when the 68. How long did the one, the watch riot last? Um, I don't know. I was a little kid, but oh, I remember it happening, being yeah. locked up in the house, and you know, my dad saying, whoever comes here, I'm going to I'm going to kill him. Yeah, I remember that. But that was back in 68. But the the 92 riots were where I, you know, where I was living. I saw it happening. Yeah. And I remember the National Guard coming in and and there were guards at every corner. And uh, specifically, I remember the last day they cut the power and then everybody went home. And that's when it stopped. Uh, one thing I noticed about the uh, the same incident, you know, in the last couple of days, I saw how they were taunting the police and they were testing them, testing them. And and I can see that these men, these are, you know, these men, they would not react. And it just told me that whoever is 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 uh, their boss has told them not to react at all. And it was the weakness of of the mayor that that. That, that's in charge of the police department that told them not to react. And that's why I went into a riot, because they were testing the cops to see if I can get a reaction. Can I do this? Can I hang out over here? When they should have arrested those people, they should have arrested those kids, you know, Friday yeah, afternoon. You're, right, you're not dispersing. You're not getting out here. They would, and they would come out of jail. Gates, we need them now. And then they would uh, go back in and riot some more. So Darrell Gates was tough. He was you hard, him? hardcore. Yeah, he was like... Uh, he didn't take this madness. Yeah. So let me just say this. Um, what I've noticed that they've been saying, this is racism. It's hard on the black man in America. Um, there was a black guy on Fox News or something this morning, a liberal guy, and he was reading off all these things that has happened to black people. And he was like, it's about time. And he was naming all these black guys that have been killed by cops or something. And all of the guys who are criminals... They had criminal records. They were resisting arrest. They were all of them. Everybody on the list that he was running off, he was like, that's why the black people got to do what we're doing. We need justice in this country. And no one corrected him to say, well, you just named off a bunch of thugs. This is not happening to decent black people. This is happening to people who are resisting arrest or have some type of criminal record. But they won't tell the truth about that. And then they're acting like America is just bad for the black man. It's just hard on the black man in America. And I'm like, where is it hard? It's not hard on black people in America. Blacks are suffering because of themselves. It has nothing to do with white people except these white liberals that lie to them. But black people, it's not hard on black. They make black people sound worse than slavery. Like we were back in slavery or something. I don't think slavery was that bad the way they sound. But it's not about that at all. It's not about hard on the black man in America. They're lying to you. It's not about white people keeping black people down. That's a lie. And you, some of you know I grew up in Alabama on a plantation. And it wasn't, even then it wasn't hard on the black man. We, we did better. The family were closer. They were very creative. They came up with businesses and things like that. They didn't sit around and say, oh, it's hard on the black man, so let's attack the white man and take away their stuff. 
it, it, it wasn't that way at all. And if they never had the civil rights movement, blacks and whites would be closer today. Because they tried to force black and white, and they were already doing fine. They tried to force them to come, and get, come together. And you can't make someone love you. It happened naturally. It's going to happen or it ain't going to happen, right? But it's, they're just lying about how hard it is on the black man. And the people who are lying about how hard it is on the black man in America, they're doing very well. They're living in the best neighborhoods. They have the best job. They have the most money. And they're black. And they're saying it's hard on the black man in America. It's hard on those who have not had good families growing up. It's hard on, it's hard on those who are on drugs and smoking pot and not taking control of their own life. But that has nothing to do with white people. It has nothing to do with America. And, but they are pretending that it is. I'm like, am I in the same country? They are just lying in the media and with the... Uh, I saw this woman by, uh, with the politicians, this woman by the name of Sheila Jackson Lee, I think, out of Houston. And when the reporter went to her, she was like, well, I want to thank you for having me on. Uh, first, I'd like to say that the black community is a very safe community. Oh, man, she started out lying. <laughs> Look like the reporter would have said, why are you lying, Sheila? If it's so... No crime in the black community. Why are y'all killing each other? But the reporter just went along with it as though it's true. And then she said, well, and my heart goes out to the family of, of that man, whatever his name is. And, and this is no justice, no peace, some dumb stuff like that. And she just lied through the whole interview, and the woman didn't co- correct her at all. She lied. She lied. She lied. I would say, she lied. <laughs> No follow-up real questions or anything. It's not real what they're saying. It's just all made up. Do you know that white people is actually the first slaves here? So what? White people were the first slaves in America. Well, now they're going to be the last. <laughs> he said white people are the first slaves. Are they like in cahoots? It's a liberal media, probably, or they're afraid to because she's black. That's why they didn't correct. But nobody's out there where these people are not correcting these lies. And just imagine a young blacks listening to this who have, don't have parents to guide them. And they're really believing because whatever you believe, that's what controls you. And they are believing that it's hard on the black man in America. It's just not true. It's just all lies. But the people sucking it up. And there's no one out there saying, hey, that's not true. That's not true. It's a lie. Why are you lying, Sheila? Sheila living in a big house somewhere in Houston, Texas. She black, and she like real black. She like black, black. <laughs> Have you ever seen like black, black? The kind that you can't wash off. <laughs> and she's doing very well. All her family doing well. But she's lying to the other blacks. It's something else going on. Somebody's behind this. Yeah, the Hispanics are falling for it, too. He yeah, ain't nothing worse than a mean Mexican. <laughs> I'm like, why don't they see that the blacks have not done very well and believe in these lies? They should be able to see that. Why are they falling for it, too? What do you think is next, Justin? Um, well, this is going to, I don't know about the riots and stuff, but this is going to last until the elections are over. And once the elections are over, it's going to settle down for a while until they can come up with something new. But it's an attempt to control the people. 
and there are people in, in, in government that love to control people. It helps them financially. And that's why, because you're awake, you can see what's going on. But if you were not awake, you would be out there doing it too. I used to have a fro, an afro, a big one. When I was in that fallen state, right, I thought, this, once I moved out here, I thought the same thing. I believed a lie. That's why you have to be careful what you believe. Let words go in one ear and out the other because once you believe it, like this lady want to kiss him. She don't lie. He's like, we're not going to have sex. And she said, well, how about kissing? And he done told her, yes, she's going to kiss you. <laughs> Did you say yes? I just agree with like, okay. He's going to kiss her. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. No sex, but kissing. Right. No, that's right, but no. And they say, no, no kissing. We'll date, we'll have fun, we'll get to know each other, but no kissing. You really have to be careful what you believe because we live by faith. Um, who did I see? Oh, right here. Right? Did I see that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I, I just wanted to bring up that. So I, I, I have a good friend from Chicago, from back home, um, that I, I have these conversations with him, and he brings up institutional racism. Right. And, and I just it, it's I, I'm just baffled by the by the fact that a lot of the people around me, they, they just go with this story. They go with that. Narrative. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not even real. That's what's so crazy about I it. I tell them that it's not like, even bro, real. You're it's a lie. It's a lie. It's not even real. Racism doesn't even exist. It's good or evil, right or wrong. And we used to know that. Right. That's what's happening right now. The world is evil. Those who are waking up and returning to the Father are of good because they're of God. That's all that it is. And we're going to treat people the way they should be treated. They don't care about people. Anyone. They'll destroy you to get to kill your soul. It's not even real. I would tell my uncle that. He's like, don't tell anyone that. Don't say that on the radio. I'm saying, too late. Uh, I've already said it. <laughs> It's a made-up lie. No racism, sexism, all that. Homophobiaism and all that. Allah-u-Abba-ism. It's either real, the truth, or a lie. And they're lying because they are of the world. They're the Old Testament. Satan is their daddy. And so you guys need to start saying this when you're in these conversations with these people. Be an example and make sure you let them know it's a spiritual battle. It has nothing to do with color. Not one iota. And then... But that happens, and then they also use uh, the race card, right? Right. So he acts like, I don't like black people, and I'm like, bro. They think, I don't like black people. Yeah. And I'm black. And, and but, I don't like Mexicans as well, or Latinos, right? Right. But, like, yeah. but that's all right. They, can't, they cannot see. Really, they can't see. Right. So they can't help it. They really cannot see what's happening. They believe the lie because they're in darkness. Even family member, your daddy, your brother, your mother, whomever, they have not awakened, they cannot see. And they think you're the enemy, that you turn on them when it's really not true. You're trying to help them. And then, and then like, people get so distracted by a lot of these things. Yeah. And then they don't see the opportunities that pop up. Like, That's right. Once all this happened with the, with the economy, right? I, I work in finance, so once all these things happened with the economy, there's, like, a lot of opportunities that were popping up for people to make money. Yep. And they're so distracted by the corona, by the, by the this now, the, the shooting that happened with the other gentleman, and then the the incident with uh, Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. 
And this is going to last until after the election. Then it'll come down. And uh, so while they're all freaking out, you got to look for the opportunities. Buy yourself a little house. Mm-hmm. Or you can go and scare one of them and say, oh, it's going to get worse. You better sell your house to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it for cheap. You get you, that's that's kind of illegal. I'm getting my real estate license right now. Then you can't really do that, but you know, technically you can do that. Yeah, I'm sure it happens. But they're freaking out when you're afraid like that. Mm-hmm. It, it is nothing you can do. But they cannot help you, man. They really cannot help it. All right. For sure. And that's good to get your real estate license. Yeah, yeah. You're just in time. It'd just be another thing that I'll be doing. Right on. For good, sure, man. Appreciate it. I want to deal with my. Uh, Biblical question because of time. Oh, your hand was up for a long time right here, and then I, I got to deal with it because my workers are looking at me from the side. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, uh, uh, well, man. Cool, cool. How you been handling all this? Oh, man, it's been amazing. Yeah. Uh, I want to just all throughout this time, like I only had, only had the place I'm living at for about a month and a half now. And beyond that, even while this whole coronavirus, Chinese virus thing was going on, the the craze was starting to build up and people were going out yeah. and buying toilet paper and, and beans and stuff like that. Uh, I was living out of my car and it wasn't and I, I got my apartment what? Right on. in five days. So yeah. I mean Yeah. Don't every, when, everything you, is when good. things are happening, don't freak out. Yeah. In your life, don't freak out. God is with you. And it's amazing what the doors here open up for you. Yeah, exactly. I'm working three jobs right now. I, I was just working right before I came here. You working three jobs? Yeah. Are you Jamaican? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I black American. Three jobs. <laughs> Tree. Uh, <laughs> cool. But uh, man. I wanted, I wanted to. Uh, what you were saying before about you know black people and that, how there's no slavery. I disagree with you on that. Because yeah, it is, it is a slavery. Oh, in the it mind. Is, it's a slavery of the spirit, a spirit yeah. slavery of the mind, and that, yeah. and it's not just black people, but black people are the front runners for it. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And you got Whenever the slave you masters. Whenever you want destruction to happen, rent a black. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the the slave masters are like. The, I'm gonna give me a T-shirt that says, "For destructions, rent a black." <laughs> <laughs> the slave masters are the 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 liberal media and everybody that's yeah. telling these people that it's okay to go out and riot. It's okay to go out and loot because of what happened, what yeah. did or did, did might not even ha- have happened like 250 years back. It's okay for that, but that's that's slavery right there. And like, I had an example earlier this week of how like you know I texted my grandmother a picture of my Trump hat, and she gave gave me these three paragraph long texts about <laughs> how he's a racist and a bigot and. Uh, young men like you, you know, you shouldn't be following that. And you this, need that, to get Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that, that was all off of a hat. I asked her if she liked the hat. <laughs> but, I'm uh, glad you didn't take Trump peeing to her. No, oh, man. Amazing. No. You're right, man. I got to uh, wind down my biblical question. But just know it's not real, folks, all right? They're lying. They're literally lying. It's not real. That's what's so amazing about it. And the people believe it because the Old Testament is out in the world and the New Testament is within us. So you got to. And the war that everyone has is really with self. It's not with anyone else. It's happening in your mind and in the soul of your belly. Evil and good. 
that's the real war. But if you don't see that, you think someone else is bringing it upon you. But the war is happening within the individual. That's why you got to get to know yourself. My last week biblical question is when, when people tell me I'm, I'm going against my own race, you're going against your own people. I want to sure to tell me what does that mean. And this young lady want to tell me too. You do, Victoria. Why are you sitting so quietly today? I didn't even see you over there. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Well, well, well I, I wouldn't sit that close to black curtains. <laughs> uh, Cheryl, what does that mean? I'm going against my own people. Um, that's just kind of... Who are my people? They think that all, for whatever reason, all just because you're black... I won't even say you're African-American just because you're black. You're supposed to think the same way. And when they ask, when they say that, it's just perpetuating that. Like you're supposed to go with every, you know, like you go with them, basically. When they say you're going against your own people. But I know you say my people are good. They're not black. They're not white. They're just the, the people they're that are trying to do the right God. thing. That's right. That's my people. That's my so blood your family people. with my blood family where I was in the world and That's of it. But my spiritual family and those who have been turned to God. That's, That's right. the truth. Yeah. Because if you notice, all those who have been born again, they see what's really going on. Those who have not, have not. And even your blood family would turn on you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Victoria, what happened to you this week? You come up in here with a black hood. Look like one of those, uh, she looked like one of those um, Black Lives Matter people. I'm like, is that a Black Lives Matter person? What's wrong? I can't even really just articulate it. I'm going to go off on a tangent, but this just seeing it, it it's blowing my mind. Seeing what? The destruction. It blow your mind in what way? Um, <laughs> I guess in some ways I thought it just couldn't happen. You know? What could happen? Just just this. You why know? do you think? You mean the rioting and all that? Mm-hmm. And wh- why do you think that could not happen? I thought people were smarter. Um, you haven't been seeing what happened with the Chinese virus? <laughs> no, I know. And that's the thing, because like a few of us in here, I guess all of us, we've been out in the world and we can see that there really is a social divide happening right now. Or at least on the surface, it looks like a social divide. There are the people that believe the hype, and then there are the people that know right. something else is wrong. Yeah, we don't know what it is, or I'll just speak for myself. But I don't how know. How are you being affected, though? You said you like, yeah, oh, Lord, I'm so affected. I came up in here in a black hood, no. black pants. <laughs> I did and I that got the because last no. seat in the house by a black curtain. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I, I, I just, yeah, that today I just thought, you know what? I don't even want to think. I just want to get dressed and come out. I don't even want to think about it. But, um. The thing about just everything is just shocking to me because, like I said, I I was giving people more credit than they deserved, and I was judging myself for that. Oh. And I was even mad at you this week. You were mad at me? Yes. Lord have mercy. (laughs) They always end up getting mad at me. I know, and that's how I knew. I was like, oh, my gosh. I I was like, Satan has got me. He's got me. Because I really started to become bothered about the whole not all but most black people because I thought but it's not though because now that I'm walking the streets 
there's white people acting scared, there's black people acting scared, there's Jewish, there's Hispanic, there's people <clears throat> that if you don't have a mask on, you're public enemy number one. Yeah. And now they have license to hurt you, yeah. to say horrible things to you. They have license to treat you like you, you're the problem. Yeah. Where it's like, no, we're actually trying to show you nothing's going on here. We're trying to, to show you the truth, just not even with words, just showing you, hey, here's my face. I'm, th- we don't believe this. So you were mad at me because I said it was the blacks? Um, it was the, the, the cop on the neck thing that bothered me because I found myself wanting you to actually take a stance. Um, but I realized after that that I was wanting you to actually be hateful. Yeah. And I was wanting you to jump to conclusions like I was. Yeah. That's what I wanted. But I saw that this thing isn't about race. <laughs> this is a war on citizens. Yeah. This is a war like on Americans. Because the thing that I got, without saying too much, but the thing that I got about watching Nick yesterday is that everybody's guilty. I saw every color. But when I saw pictures, it was, it was you know, people that look like me. There's uh-huh. no reason I shouldn't be able to dress like this today without, with somebody, without somebody automatically thinking I'm part of that group. I'm not. Yeah. I'm the exact opposite. So that was what stirred me up, too was the unfairness that I know is about to take place. That happened in a white neighborhood. There were lots of white people causing destruction. When I saw how many Antifa people were there, I'm like, yes. this is too well organized. Something yes. else is going And then it was yeah. happening in city to city mm-hmm. all at the same time. I'm like, right. no, somebody else is behind this. Yeah. And because why, why is Antifa out there destroying everything? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the blacks are running up with them because blacks ain't got no money. They can't be going to every city. Well, that's what I wanted people to you know be. That? People have to be smarter because yeah. unless you live in one of these major cities where this is happening, I don't want to hear an opinion because a lot of some of my friends were like, don't go out there. But I went out there today because I wanted to see. And I just yeah. drove through by Melrose because I'm very close to that area. Yeah. I'm concerned. I want to see what's happening in my neighborhood. Right There, I will tell you, I only saw a handful of black people. I saw lots of white folks. I saw a lot of people taking pictures. I saw people cleaning up, but I also saw the cops armed and ready. So you've been locked away in your house the last two weeks? Um, Ever since the the corona situation, ever since I came back in, like, March. And so have you been talking to white Victoria? Oh, yeah, like all of us, a few of us in here, we've been in regular communication. Oh, okay. For sure. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the people that are in this room, like, I get what you say when you say, like, my people. Like, I'm starting to really see who my people are. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The children of God. Those who yeah. are truly born again. So that's why I'm not mad at you anymore. But I had to just, Love. like, I was actually going to pull you It'll to the side back. and tell you. But, <laughs> but, but no, I even well, talked no, to somebody. You got your hood on. No. Joel, you better watch over there. So, <laughs> But no, I've been talking to other people about it, and they were just like, well, well, okay, I understand what you're saying, but you're going off the deep end. And I love well, that people can tell me that. The one thing I want, you, want to warn you of, when the world overreacts to these situations, you have to watch that you don't overreact with them. Because they're like, overreact, oh, I'm outraged, I'm just outraged. And they'll show the video over and over and over again, and you'll find yourself outraged. You've identified with the world. Don't go with the world. 
do not be aware of that. Do not go with the world. Because they will, if you're not aware, they will pull you in. When I saw that that happened, I'm like, we have to wait and see. But yeah. people wanted me to say, oh, this is an outrage. He got his feet on his neck. Hands up, don't shoot. But I'm like, this guy, he, I mean, it's awful. It looked bad on when you first see it. But he still deserved to see, you know, fair treatment, what we all would want. Because video can make you see anything. Satan makes you see it in a way that is not true. And, and that's so, the realization I came to. So so I'm glad that I felt those feelings this week. Yeah, and I, right. I was even emotional last night, like I said, because the one thing that bothers me, and I do want to ask you for guidance on this, because the thing that's bothering me about it um, is that even when I look at what happened, I don't see a racial issue. You don't see what? A racial issue. Right. I see. Because it doesn't exist. Yeah, and if if what my eyes saw is what really happened, because I know I don't know what really happened. Right. If what my eyes saw were correct, is correct, this person wasn't even aware that he was potentially killing this guy. Because I looked at his body language. I looked at who he was looking at. That was the body language of somebody being condescending to the people that were spectating. He wasn't even really paying attention to the guy on the ground from what I saw. Amazing. So, yeah, so to me, that's a cop that should not have that job because yeah. he's unstable. He's not focused enough on the task at hand. And I wouldn't want that guy's my life in that guy's hands. Right. So that's why I say this is more of a civil citizen issue, you know, citizens with, you know, versus authorities than black versus white. That's well, what I see. nothing to do with color. And that's why I think it started to bother me more because now it's not, you're just going to bother me because I'm black. It's you're going to bother me because you have power over me yeah. or you have perceived power. And the thing about it, those people care less about that black guy or the white one. Exactly. They, they, they don't even remember the name of either one of them. They're just using that to get you involved with them. Yes. For another reason. And if you have time, anybody in here, drive down Fairfax or Beverly right now if you can. It's it's like a movie, and it makes you really feel like you're in another world. And that's what I felt this morning. Yeah. And like I said, I just what in your opinion? Because also, it's it's there is now FTP spray painted on my block, and I went to the the, the corner, and they've boarded up the Walgreens. They broke into Subway, I guess, to steal meat. I don't know. Like, what are you stealing from Subway? But shattered every so a they sandwich. yeah. So it's like <laughs> a Subway sandwich. They were hungry. Because I, I and I'm telling you, Jesse, like I had to go out and see this for myself. Because yeah. I'm like, dude, the media is not going to show me what really happened here. And like I said, when I saw it, I was like, all right, now this is too close to home. Now I really got to figure out how I'm supposed to get through this because I was very, very scared last night and it just, I was on edge and it was because I could just hear it getting closer and like I had my window open, it smelled like something was on fire, you know? Well, next time just stay out of your head Mm -hmm. because Satan talked to you about the situation and he'll make you feel afraid. But if you stay out of your head in the present with God... If there's something you need to do, you will see what to do. If you need to leave home or if you need to stay home or mm-hmm. whatever, he will show you. God loves us and he He will take care of us in all situations. But you got to stay present with him instead of going into what the future, not even happening 
or the past, mm -hmm. that way Satan can't make you feel fear. Yeah. It's not from God and it's not from you. Yeah. So I was worked on this week, but I I figured I'll come to church. I'll just swallow my pride, come to church and Well I'm glad to see out. you. Yeah. And I saw you walk in but I didn't see it with you because you had your hood on <laughs> yeah, my dressed hood on. in all black. <laughs> And I'm like, is that an antique Hermes? Better go search. better go search that lady. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> like, who are you? So I have uh, announcements. Uh, oh. Yes, yes. James, what was the name that black guy I mentioned to you that was saying that how bad things were and he would name it all these other black guys have been. I think it's Richard Fowler on Fox News. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> He was a, everybody he named was a criminal. It wasn't like some decent black person. And I'm like, go ahead. We have a ton of super chats, but yes. we'll read most of them tomorrow. Joel will read them. All right. But uh, I want to read a couple of them. Dave, don't you go over in that area. Oh, I won't. Well, James, you think he's tough now? <laughs> and can't you see one of those blacks over there yelling at him? You shut up. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll strengthen my back first. <laughs> Hydro PX says, now I understand why racism or any ism is fake. Yeah. If you believe it, you will be hesitant to say something when it is right because of being scared to be labeled as such. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah. And they don't like it when you don't agree with them. They hate you for not agreeing with them. Your own family member would turn on you if you don't agree. You got to agree. Otherwise, we don't like you. Isn't that amazing? They don't even want you to disagree because they hate the truth. Satan is their daddy. Yes. Eric says, Renna Black, they are out here rioting in Miami. 2020 has been a ride. Amazing. Dylan Dotson says, it's amazing seeing the results of people's emotions and anger control them. Yeah. And they get mad at you for pointing it out as being wrong. Um, Justin asks on YouTube, hey, how do you do the silent prayer with zero thoughts? Just watch them. Don't control your thoughts. Don't try to pick out the good ones. Let the bad ones go. Don't deny them. Just watch them as though you're watching a movie. Really, you become the observer. I hope you don't have a Chinese thing. <laughs> you better go outside with that kind of car. No, no, I'm just kidding. Right? Uh, you are the. You become the observer. So just watch them as though you're watching a movie. No opinion about them at all. What? Let me read one more. Alex asks, how do you live from within and tell the voice from God? The lockdown has me living in my head, and yeah. Satan's voice is running wild. Well, just stop believing Satan's voice, and you will recognize God's voice. All right? Just doubt every thought, every voice in your head about anything. That's what you do. So, announcement. Uh, I believe this Thursday night is the first Thursday of the month, right? You guys want to have a meeting this month? Yeah. All right. We are back. So we will have our men's forum this Thursday night at 7. Yeah, 7. And then what are the other announcements? We need your support. Oh, yeah, we definitely need your support. And thank you, everybody, for donating, especially through all that job. But we, so we're going to start looking back, for, looking again for the building. They would not allow us <clears throat> to even see a building when the Chinese thing was happening. So now what they're doing is gradually letting us back. They would, uh, if there's a building I want to see, they'll go open it, and then we'll go look at it, and then 
call it with the realtor and then they lock it up after we're gone. All right, so. <coughs> Which one? Oh. Huh? I know I'm so glad this tiny thing happened. And then the riots. I'm going to the Jew area because I'm sure they're scared now. You know how the Jews have the nice buildings. Well, I don't know. They're kind of cheap, though. They're not going to sell me a good deal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so we're going to have a meeting at 7. Uh, the radio show is back tomorrow. We'll be back with that. Anything else, you And uh, Oh, yeah, we're doing <clears throat> in-person counseling now. So, And we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. If you need counseling, you can set it up with Christ- Christine. No, no. No. Christine. No. Christine. No. The one with the dirty mouth. <laughs> in church um, so thank you for your support for we really do need it uh, also my new biblical question I want to ask here first and then who do I want to ask I asked the young man Jeremiah um, my brand new biblical question do you see yourself as an important person no why not I thought I did, but I never seen myself as an important person. Why not? Because I'm not. I'm just just a nobody like everybody else. I don't look at myself as a, you no know. No wonder your wife left you. <laughs> yes, sir. you know, she married no. a nobody. No, I don't look at myself as important. You're just a nobody? I'm just going okay. across, you know. All right. And uh, back on the Cronus thing, my sister would not even let me come stay to spend the night here. She said, nope, you can't stay here because of the wife. She wouldn't let you stay at her house? No. <laughs> so I'm sleeping in the car for tomorrow, so I was so amazed when I heard her say it. It just threw me right off the guard. Wow. And, and she used my first name, Robin, instead of always calling me Bobby. Well, I don't let her come over your house. No, she's not. Yeah. Do you see yourself as an important person? Um, no. You lying. He's 18, he 18 years old. He's important. And, and why, don't, why do you say no? You don't see yourself that way? Um, well, I never really thought about it before, but, like, I don't know. I just don't. I don't really have a real reason. I just don't. So when you run up and down that football field and those white girls are screaming, <laughs> you don't think that's an important person running? I mean, <laughs> it's not like important is just like a part of what I'm doing. It's like just a part of my life. Like, so it's not. So do you see yourself as he see himself and nobody? Not a nobody. Like, I'm someone. I just like, I wouldn't say I'm like important. I'm just, I'm just me, I guess. I don't, yeah. Amazing. Not a nobody, but yeah. All right, the next game I go to, and those white girls crowd around you when you make the touchdown. I'm like, get back here, nobody. <laughs> Do you see yourself as an important person? Um, I guess not, or else I would, it would kind of come to me. So, no. so you see yourself as a nobody? I don't think that means I'm a nobody. What does it mean? I don't know. What do you What do you mean by important? I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Huh? This is, I, I can't yeah. wait to tell you why I came up with this question. It's such a good question. I asked my barber that yesterday, and he's like, yeah, I'm important. I'm like, why? 
my children, I cut hair, I do this, I do that. I said, oh, that makes you important, huh? And then he thought about it. He's like, wow, I never thought about that before. That's such an important question. I can't answer it right now, but... Okay. But have you ever thought about it? No, not really. Do you feel like an important person? Sometimes, like, it depends on the what I'm doing or where I'm at or who I'm around. What uh, does that feel like? It's kind of an ego trip. Okay. Like, at work, um, you know... Depending on what I'm working on, sometimes it feels like oh, I like oh, they'll say oh, we need you to do this, and like you're in charge of this, and you know if I do well, you know I get a nice little pat on the back. So that's kind of like a little bit of a trip, but I don't know. I don't I don't think of it as an important now that you kind of word the how you know that how you're asking it. So yeah. do you yeah. see yourself as an important person? Yeah. Somebody say yeah. Oh. Yes and no, I guess. Yes and no. I don't know. That's a weird question. <laughs> uh, at work, I feel like I'm important because we work as a team. So if there's one of us missing, it doesn't feel right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Did you say you're a nurse? I'm trying to be a nurse. Right now, I'm just a nurse assistant. Right on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the nurses are important. They're heroes. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, calling the nurses heroes. And then this woman did this video. She was a patient in the hospital, I think. Mm-hmm. And these nurses doing a TikTok film <laughs> while the patient's suffering. I'm like, yeah, they're heroes, all right. So uh, have you forgiven your mother? Forgive my mother? Um Yes. You forgave your mother? <laughs> now she's doing this. She up there lying. <laughs> Why haven't you forgiven your mother? <clears throat> I don't know. Speak into the mic for me. What would happen if you forgave her? I would be different. Yeah, Tima. You would be different? In what way? I feel like my self-esteem would be higher. Yeah. Absolutely. And so knowing that, what's holding you back from going to her and forgiving her? Because you're absolutely right about that. I don't know. You know. Hold that thought. Bill, you, do I need to say goodbye so you guys can cut this off? Oh, go ahead. Until then. He did already? Okay. What would, what would happen if you went to your mother and forgave her? Everything would be different, I guess. I mean, but why haven't you done it? What are you afraid of? Um, Speak a little loud. Yell at me the way you yell at her when you're mad. (laughs) (laughs) Speak up. Trying to, like, process my thoughts. Um, Sorry, can you repeat the question? I'm sorry? Can you repeat it? What do you think? I know your self-esteem would improve if you went and forgave your mother. What's holding you back from doing that? You, you know the answer to your problem. 
What's holding you back from going and, and getting it solved, resolved? Just like, maybe like, I don't want to face the awkwardness. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, what do you need to forgive her for? What did she do? I understand we all been through the mama issue. So don't worry about the cry. Go ahead. Um, I just, I guess I just feel like I was kind of. A little off with me? I was kind of robbed, like, of my mother and daughter relationship that, like, I know a lot of my friends like have like that bond like it was kind of non-existent for me and why why is that i don't know it's just i don't know if it's just like me as a person like i'm more like to myself so when i try to be like more open i feel just judgment And so because of that, like, I feel like, like, that kind of made me into, like, a quieter person. Yeah, absolutely. So, I guess just that. And have you talked to your father about her? I'm sorry? Yeah, I have. And what does he say? I feel like he's more understanding like kind of like of me like he's not as like but I mean he just says like you just have to get through it like you just have to be tough oh, he doesn't tell you you need to forgive her so you can be free I'm sorry? No. Uh, does he say, you know what, daughter? I know what you mean. I don't like her either. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to live through this. <laughs> well, at the last confrontation, that's kind of what was said, I guess. So what now? Like, that's kind of how the conversation went. Like, uh -huh. just, you know. I know what you mean. I don't like, I'm scared of it too. <laughs> <laughs> you have to forgive your mother. You have to go, you know. Uh, and, and, oh, let me, your mother's a Christian, right? So what is that like, knowing that your mother's a Christian and, ha and she's the way she is? What do you think about those two things together? I just feel like my standards are so high. And, like, if I don't meet this level of perfection, then I'm, like, I'm nobody, you know? Like, like I just don't, like, I'm, I feel like my mistakes, like, are permanently labeled on me because of the, like, standard that she has. Yeah. And what type of standard is that? What does she want you to be? I think she wants me to be like 
what she wasn't like growing up. And what was that? Like, just, like, live right, you know, believe in God, live holy, just to follow the standards of the Bible, I guess. Yeah. Um, you got to face her and forgive her because you're going to become like her when you're already like her. Have you noticed that? I'm sorry? Yes. <laughs> so what now? Yes. And that's the last thing you want to be like your mama, right? I'm sorry? Yes. Right. <laughs> you become like whomever you're angry at. You take on their identity. So the same spirit that's in your mother is in you now because you were, you're angry at the way she's been treating you. And she got it from her mother. But if you forgive her to say, hey, you tried to screw my life up, forget your standards. I'm sorry for resenting you. you can't, I realize now you can't help her. And God will forgive you. Don't apologize for anything you've done because you could not help yourself. You became her. But forgive her for treating you that way because she can't help it. And God will forgive you. If she admits it, that's fine. If she doesn't, that's fine. You forgive her and then you will finally be yourself. Are you living on your own? So what? No, I live with them. <laughs> what is it like living with Satan and feeling this way? <laughs> don't you hate to go home? Why don't you get your own place? I'm trying to save money. You doing what? Saving money. How old are you? 21. Oh, 21. Can't you save money and work? I'm sorry? Yeah. Why don't you do it? What would happen if you moved out? I would be more independent. Yeah. But you need to forgive her before you move out. You have a chance to face her and just say, hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. Because we become like our mothers when we resent them. We take on their identity and the same problem they're having, we develop it. And it gets worse with each generation. But if you forgive her, your whole world will change. You start speaking up. You wouldn't have all this conflict. You would have no fear, no doubt. And you would have an amazing life. All right? Will you forgive her? Yes. You will? Um, and what do you think about your father? All like this, preach, uh, preaching in the streets, everybody. <laughs> all the, but he can't even help his daughter overcome her mama. What do you think about that? He had to save it to everybody else, save it to gays. <laughs> what do you think about that? He had to save the world, but can't keep his daughter at home. I think he just tries to like hold the peace without really like solving the issue. Like kind of just slips that, it under the rug. That's not good. He should never try to keep the peace with the wife. Because the kids end up screwed up, and he end up screwed up too. So he should be, the father's supposed to stand between the mother and the kids and correct that mother when she's wrong, the way she's doing the kids, and tell the kids not to resent her. Otherwise, you become like her. That makes sense? Huh? She's shaking yes. her head. <laughs> um, so forgive your father for not helping you with your mother. He's afraid of her. He's married to mama. Do you know your mother's mother? Yeah. And you know your father's mother? No, she passed away when uh, I was... Have yeah. you noticed that your mother act like her mother with you? 
kind of. Yeah. I don't really remember too well. It's the same. The spirit goes from generation to generation. That's why you must forgive her. I'm sorry for resenting your mother. You cannot help yourself. And God will forgive you. Your whole world will change. All right? And forgive your father, too. He's married to his mother. He can't help it. Are you dating? I'm sorry? No. Have you ever dated? Kind of. Kind of? What do that mean? <laughs> like, got <laughs> to know somebody, but not, like, officially been with them. And, and why have, what's officially been with them? Like, boyfriend. We don't want no officiality. <laughs> Just date. No kissing. <laughs> And why have you, like, just dated? You're such a pretty young lady. Um, and like, you're 21. Why have you dated? Um, I like being single. Like, I want to work on myself first and my Good relationship idea. with God. I don't want any distractions right now. Okay. And I have a lot of goals, so I don't want... That I makes feel sense. Like there's a time for it, and right now I don't feel like it's the right time. Forgive your mother. I'm telling you, your whole world going to change. Because <laughs> God is in you. He's with you already. Jesus is there and the Holy Spirit. But he can't operate with you until you forgive. And he'll switch that nature from Satan's nature to his nature. But he's with you already. But you've got to forgive your mother so he can forgive you and draw you in. That make sense? Yeah. Will you let me know how it goes? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you going to be able to look at it when you walk out of this building? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. She's going to be like, I can't believe you, Peppy. <laughs> you haven't uh, me, Peppy. Why haven't you helped your daughter deal with the mother, man? Let him have the mic. You up there preaching on the street with yeah. Satan's children and can't have the Satan in the house. <laughs> That's true. Scripture does say that you got to take care of your own household before you go out. So, and why have you done that? You know the Bible. Yeah, since I just you know, I get a call and they say, "Hey, can you do this? Do this?" And boom, I'm, I'm out there preaching and stuff. And you put that before your own family. Uh, yes, That's I want to. I want Well, Baby. I mean, a lot of times I just want to be able to be at peace in the home and just. You know, make sure there's no fires coming in the home. That's well, why you're supposed to make sure the fire is coming in. That's your job. Your wife needs you to bring her out of the hell that she's in. You're supposed to be a son of God. Your responsibility is to bring love into your family. God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, and woman over children. You guys can cut that off if you like. I'm done. We gonna just. Oh, okay. God in Christ, Christ in man, man. Uh, over woman and woman over your wife needs you to be strong. She needs you to bring her out of the hell. That's why she's screwing up the kids. And you're running from it by going to the streets. Yes, I understand that. Yeah. That's that's my way of escaping out there and, and, and preaching and preaching with anger and preaching with an axe and dropping the axe and just relieving frustration because I'm taking it out in the world. And then when I come home, I put my, my sword away, my Bible away, and I feel peace. But the problem is still there. Yeah. The problem will still escalate because when you're out there doing hey, the Lord's will, when you're out there come doing back. the Lord's will, come back. The enemy's hey, gonna. Yeah, the, no, you better preach up in here. Yeah. How do you feel knowing that your daughter going through all that pain and she needs to forgive her mother? And you haven't gone with her to help her forgive her. I feel terrible. Yeah. I feel you terrible. You have other kids too. Yeah, I have a son. 
Uh, how old is he? 28. Uh, is he still at home? No. You need to tell him to forgive Mama too and forgive you for not protecting him from her. Okay. Because you guys look like hypocrites to your children. You're telling them to live this high standard, but you're not doing it. All you're doing is preaching the Bible. You can't even deal with your own wife. Why are you afraid of your own wife, man? All in the name of Jesus. Why are you afraid of her? What would happen if you dealt with your wife? Because my anger will come back. Because I know myself, I'm very, very, you know, before I used to have a lot of anger, a beta anger, you yeah. know, where I would just want to snap. It will just like, it will be terrible. So that's well, why. How I, can you be a preacher of the truth when you serve Satan? That anger is Satan's nature. That's not God's nature. There's no anger in God. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I learned coming here, I learned to deal with it. And No, you part... need to overcome it. you got to forgive. Okay. Your mother, your mother died, right? Yeah, yeah. Your father's yeah. living? I forgave him. I you forgave. told him? Yeah. Well, yeah. just know that the way you feel, that fear and stuff you have, that anger you have, that's your mother's identity in you. And just like you can't help yourself, it controls you, she can help herself. And that will help you forgive your mother, and God will forgive you. Because your wife needs you. All right, so forgive your mother so that you can be there for your family. And tell your son to forgive her. Okay. And forgive you for being so weak. Okay. All right, all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what do you think about all this? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. We're Is scheduling an appointment. proper? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a Christian. This is exactly why I came here today, because, you know, I'm, you know, want, we want the best for our family. And yeah. this is the, the truth. And we're all VIPs if we're here with Jesse Lee, because he's spreading the, you know. So when you hear your daughter suffering mm-hmm. like that, what are you thinking? Did you know she was suffering yeah, like that? Yeah, I, I, I was, I was going to be in the, the position that, you know, I wait on God, pray about it to, you know, I, I want her to forgive me. I want to ask, you know, for that as well. And to my son. Did you, why haven't you gone to her and said, daughter, I'm sorry for screwing you up. I was wrong with the way that I raised you. I, I really just wanted just to, to be uh, like you taught me, you know, just um, be truthful. Just, and I want that. I want that where it's, it is and no, no distractions. So, and I do have distractions at home. So I just, just looking for that time because I really want that to happen in my family where there is forgiveness for whatever we were in that fallen for what we did in that fallen state so yeah so you should have I mean I would recommend you apologize to your kids for you know recreating them in your image and trying to make them be something that you were not and try to live through them because your daughter suffered from that and she you heard her say she wanted to forgive you but she's afraid to face you Mm -hmm. right? And what is it like being married to a weak, Bible-thumping, street-preaching, tongue-talking, <laughs> throwing the mic down man? Uh, well, we, we, we're overcoming a lot. Like, for me especially, I'm speaking for me, on, since I've tuned in to you, Jesse, I don't have heartache. That's taken away. You know, heartache is not a part of me anymore. So nothing can come against me to hurt me. So that I have so much have you gone self-esteem because of that. Well, my mom's, my, I, we had that, uh, I didn't have um, a, a strong relationship 
because she was going through stuff, but I could see now, and I don't judge her for that. She's gone now. Have you now. gone to her and forgiven her? She's gone, but we have. where? Yeah, she's. Um, she did? <laughs> yeah, she's no longer with oh, us. Oh, I see. <laughs> you need to forgive your mother so you can overcome that. Yes. All right? And forgive your husband for being weak. Oh, yeah. I bet yeah. you had, how long y'all been married? 22 years. You've had a good time controlling him, huh? Not, no, I don't think, I mean, I, we've been through so much. He's like, yeah. He's but we did, we did have a breakthrough. <laughs> you had a ball. We had a breakthrough. you a pretty lady, you don't have a ball controlling this man. No, huh? no, I don't think I was, I don't, I really don't sincerely think that, um, that, because. He um, said Yes. I don't. I don't. If if it if it seems like control, I think it's because our, we want to move forward for the best. It's not you, to you bring anybody down. You can't control someone and move forward. No, and I don't think. I really don't think I'm. A, I have a controlling part of me. If I did, your daughter saying yes. I think it's more your husband and your daughter saying yes. Yeah. I, I, Are you doing I, the silent yeah, prayer? I don't know if it's control. Yeah, I pray. Yes. Are you yeah. doing the silent I do, prayer? I do love the silent prayer, Are but I'm not saying I do it. Are you doing the silent prayer? I do. I do because I think Are about it. Are you doing the silent prayer? Not, con- not continually, not consistently. Do the silent prayer because it's hard for you to be honest about yourself. So you can see it. God will let you see it. Oh, yeah. Then you will overcome it. All right? Well, we're scheduling appointments, so we know we're, we're going to see you for counseling. So. You still need it after this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh. we've, we've overcome. Like, we've, we've yeah. got to see what, you know, get to the root of whatever was going on in our situation, which really helped me and helped me overcome a lot, too. So. Well, it's simple. Forgive your mother. Yeah. Forgive your father for not protecting you from her. Forgive your husband for being weak because you knew you were oh, married yeah. a weak man. Mm-hmm. When he saw you 20 years, hello? Well, my son's 28, so maybe 30. So he saw you 28 years ago, you're all fine, good hair, brown, Mexican. And, and he come out, let's go out. You're like, okay. You knew from day one he was weak, right? I can't hear you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So you got that. So forgive him so this thing can work out really well for your family, all right? For you and him and the kids. Well, they're not kids anymore. But all you have to do is forgive and God will forgive you. It's wrong to have that anger in your heart like that. All right? But if you are coming in for counseling, we'll, yes. we'll dig deeper into it. Oh, yes. Thank right? you. Any questions about that? No. Okay. Are you glad that your daughter's opening up? Yeah, she's, you know, um... I, I'm, that's why we, I want to bring her here because we, you know we have a good time and we're we're learning the truth and this is not something you're going to get in sitting in a church because right. I think that's where every all the segregation and and uh, you know starts in the church and it's coming out in the streets because yeah. that's what they do. It's, a it's mess. not yeah, yeah. I mean okay, but not in this case. But well, you guys going to be forgive your mother. Your life going to be amazing, all right? And you need to start living, not sexing and all that. But live, have, enjoy life so you don't regret not enjoying life during your youth. All right? And when you get in the car or whatever, make sure you just say, hey, I'm sorry for presenting you. And God will forgive you. And do my silent prayer dot video. Yeah, on my YouTube channel, it's a silent prayer dot video. I want you to take a look at it and start doing it so you can really see what's going on within you. All right? Are you feeling better already? I can't hear you. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Just the fact you see what the problem is now is making you feel better because it's God who is allowing you to see that. And whatever he allows you to see, you're on your way. And the only step you need to take now is to forgive your mother. 
And be honest. Hey, and don't apologize. I don't know what you've been going through or what you've done, but you couldn't help yourself because you were not yourself. You were her. All right? Isn't that amazing? So let her have a mic for me. And then we're out of here. Are you glad you came now? No. <laughs> I mean, it's like... <laughs> it's, Why not? It's good and kind of... It's like... It's just a process that... It's a door that you open that... It's a good thing. The end result is going to be good, but like while we're going through it, it's going to be kind of painful. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. But, I mean, it's worth it in the end. So, yeah, I'm thankful. <laughs> yeah. The thing that you don't know, now that you're taking that step and you're starting to deal with them, that fear that you have of facing them or you don't want to hurt their feelings or blah, 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 that's going to pass away and you will never have fear again of anyone. And you will always be honest with people because it would be out of love. You're not trying to hurt anyone. You're not trying to play tough. God is guiding you with love and you'll try to help by pointing them in the right way. All right? Amazing. I'm glad you came. Thank you. But Thank you, you need to move. <laughs> you need to be, get another job and, and get your own play. But in due time, don't just jump up and do it. All right? But you, it's time to be an adult. Okay. All right? All right. Let me know how it goes. All right? Well, we'll be talking again, I hope. Okay. That's amazing, right? You got to forgive. Thank you all for tuning in and we went over, but it was worth it. And your support, D-Live, Super Chats, and donations. Thank you so much, all right? So we'll be on the radio tomorrow. We all have the men's forum Thursday night, the first Thursday. And hopefully the latest forum, the third Thursday of the month. Take care. Have a good one. All right. Thank you all. Amazing. <laughs>